Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jumping Jean Jean, moving James Dean, going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Emperor's Court here live from Cleveland, USA, Ohio. I am the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And we're hitting the ground running, folks. We have a lot to get through tonight, and only three hours to do it. We're here until 9 o'clock Eastern, unless we get done a little early. I actually have somewhere to go early tomorrow morning here, so I don't think we'll be running over late. If anything, we might end up a little early. But welcome to the show. Uh, we have a bunch of topics to get to tonight. Uh, actually, Highlander wants to try out a new kind of segment. Yeah, we it's, it's kind of a variant of what we did before with this or that, but okay. I think it's going to work out really good. Uh, I've just the microphone's actually a new uh, way. I, you probably can't see it, but it's actually here on the board that I've actually worked on it here. So uh-huh. if we sound a little differently, if something's not working right, uh, let me know. Again, we're after a three-month layoff, we're trying to remember how things go. So I have a bunch of stuff to get through, Highlander. Highlander, how was your week? It was pretty good. I can't complain. I mean, I got to tell you, it, it, it certainly doesn't seem like it's been only a week since we were doing this last. It feels like, oh, didn't we just do a show? Yeah, it's, like time just flew by. Yeah, this last week really blew by. So that was actually a pretty good thing. So, But uh, actually put a bit in on my house today. Did you really? Uh, yes, on another house we're hoping to get. Yes. Okay. So keeping my fingers crossed, a lot more space, a lot nicer. I hope you get it. Yeah, so do I. Because then we can actually have a dedicated room to do the show rather than me throwing everything together two hours before we go on the air. Yeah, that's kind of sucky. If they had webcam, maybe we could see what they're talking about. Uh, Canton here in VTW's uh, IRC forum is talking about there's a webcam. There's an IRC video chat uh, thing that's available on the website. If you go to vtwproductions.com, take a look at it there. There's an ability for you to actually get on there and show your ugly mug to the rest of the world while the show is ongoing. Uh, let's take a look. We actually got one, two, three. We got, uh, what, five, six people up here now? Okay, we got one person who's actually showing us his desktop. One dude who's eating, like, I don't know what he's eating, like Cheerios or something. Angry Badger's got some weird-ass hat on. Down here, we've got Gandalf here in the center, one with ugly little Jawa. Some dude over here in the left. Anyways, you can go up here and have your picture on VTW Productions, and people can see you drinking your beer while you were listening to the show or Smirnoff or whatever it was last week. Very classy. Isn't it? It's very classy. Yes, I, yeah. The wave of the future, we actually get to see our listening audience. That's right. We are not attracting what is... Uh, well, we're not. Gra- 
we are not bringing what is an attractive audience, I should say. Okay. Um, sorry. You're actually speechless for once? No, I actually have a lot to get through. Okay. I'm trying to figure out where to start. One thing I will do is we haven't done the intro stuff. Let's do that first. All right. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net. Or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. There we are. So I actually keep an eye on the mic levels here just to make sure we're actually coming through. I think we are just fine, but it's, sometimes it's hard to tell. Unless you listen to the archives. They actually came out very well. Uh, I'm actually mixing them down a little differently, too. And one of the things people are actually bugging me about was um, whether or not or how long it took to get the archive up this past week. It took about four days. Uh. The reason why is the program that I normally use to cut down the different programs. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Gnome Wise says we sound great. Thank you, Gnome Wise, who's in the house tonight. Usually starts in uh, a little early just to make sure everything gets off without a hitch. But the program we've been, uh, that I've been using for years and years and years, um, basically it allows me to cut up an MP3 and then put it back together in whatever way I want. Okay. For reasons I haven't figured out yet, um, the program inadvertently stopped working. And now it doesn't allow me to actually edit MP3s anymore. I have to use Adobe Audition, which I'm not familiar with. I don't particularly like it. Uh, the program that I have and have been using is actually much easier to get around. So... Um, the reason why it was a little late getting up is because I have to do some different things. It's going to get hotter than hell in here, Highlander. I just I just noticed on the ground here you have a, a container of Pepsi Throwback. Yes, I actually went to the store today. I was actually picking up um, snacks for tomorrow's little adventure uh-huh. out to a water park by Cedar Point, uh, Silk City. I'm sure you're familiar with it. I'm familiar. You've never been. Oh, it's I've been there once or twice. It's great. It's expensive, but it's really cool. How much is it? That's like 30 bucks a head. That's not that bad. No, I mean... If you, if you ever come down to Orlando, I can show you some really cool water parks. Oh, I'm sure Orlando's got a bunch of really nice It ones. actually has the first original water park. Really? Wet and Wild, yeah. Wet and Wild. Wet and Wild was the first water park ever in Orlando, Florida. And it was started in, in Orlando, Florida. In, in, the, in the world. In the world, the first the water world. park. It was wow. the first, yeah. And what year was that made? 1970... Oh, that late. Something or other, yeah. I was actually reading up on, um, since we're talking about amusement parks, which is, I know it happens to be a, a, a thing of interest for you. It is, yes. I was reading up on Euclid Beach uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which was kind of odd. Uh, for those who don't know, Euclid Beach was a uh, amusement park here in Cleveland, on yes. the Euclid, uh, along the Euclid Beach here in Lake Erie. I think it was built in 1870-something? It was pretty old. The yeah. first one, right. And um, it shut down in the 60s or 70s because of disrepair. and 69. Right. Disrepair and... Uh, it was the, the neighborhoods were getting bad. Bad crowd, and, right. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. My mom used to love going to... Well, my parents still tell me stories about yeah, it. They, yeah, she told me stories, too. Yeah. Um, but apparently they were able to rescue the... And I was reading about this. Apparently, they, it, was, it was funny. I was reading about it that morning. And then the very same day in my drive home from work, they were talking about it on the radio. Complete I, coincidence. I know what you're talking about. Right. It's the yeah. uh, merry-go-round. Yes, the carousel. Yeah. Yes. They actually had it. It was from 1909, I believe mm, it was. Something like that. Yeah. A 100-year-old carousel. They have it. Intact, in full working order, and they're actually – somebody had it in Maine, I think. And it's actually sending it back to the Western Historical Society, and I guess they're going to try and make it available for people to go on. Hmm, interesting. His mom loved going to Wet and Wild. Thanks, Jeff, you jackass. Way to fail listening. We were talking about Euclid Beach. <laughs> Wet and Wild is a fun walk. I'm sure it is. They have, they have a ride called the Bombay, and what mm-hmm. it is is you um, – it's just a slide, but what it is is you get into like an enclosure, and then they close it, and you're 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 in there almost like one of those um, I don't almost like like a bombay. And what they do is they when they press the button, the floor drops off, and then you drop into the slide. 
that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. So you're sitting there waiting for them to push the button, and you get all nervous, and you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and then they push, and then you finally. Go. <laughs> yeah. Now, when we were when I went to Orlando to Disney World, we went to uh, I think it was Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah, that's still there. there. Yeah. yeah. But I tell you what, the best water park that I've ever been to, and I don't know what the hell this has to do with video games. I don't care. I'm going to go on with it. Anyways. I don't care. I'll tell you what my favorite water park is afterwards. Geauga Lake. Well, and I'll tell the, you the favorite ride. Well, I, I was going to say I thought you liked it because it was free, or at least it came with admission to the to the amusement park. But go ahead. Well, uh, Geauga Lake back in the day didn't have a lot of rides. It was specifically a water park. The one was across the street from or across the lake from SeaWorld. Right. Way back in the day, mm-hmm. and we would spend five, six, seven hours in the wave. Do you remember that one by yeah. chance? The, the 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 wave pool that they had there. Yeah. Oh, it was the wave. What it was is every I think it was like every three minutes they would send like a twenty foot breaker at you. Mm-hmm. This giant friggin' wave, and then you'd have everybody who'd be you know scrambling to get in the middle. And the fun thing to do was you'd get uh, for a buck you could rent an inner tube, this big huge inner tube. Uh-huh. And what we would do is we would we would each call out targets, me and my friends, my cousins, and then we would line up. Like directly in front, maybe a couple hundred feet away from the person we wanted to run over. Uh-huh. And we'd wait for the wave before it almost got to us. Then we'd jump straight in the air with the inner tube in front of us. We'd mm-hmm. have extended in our arms. And the wave would catch us and rip us with it. And we would go riding on this wave. And we'd start, we could actually feel the people underneath us going bam, bam, bam. We'd actually <laughs> run people over. It was fantastic. Uh, that sounds like something right up your alley. Oh, it was great. We'd run, every, we'd run people over. Or if there was you know, some kid that kept on getting in our way or some douchebag that wouldn't get, you know, try grabbing our inner tube. Because you can't tell one from another. So if one gets loose or you happen to, you know, fall, because it's, it's a 20-foot breaker. They actually took the ride out because so many people were getting caught in the undertow and they're being scraped along the bottom. Mm-hmm. I mean, my brother got road rash in that a couple times. Oh, wow. But, you know, Jeez. the Baron is kind of, a, you know, nobody cared about him. But they had so many complaints of injury of people getting ripped along the, because the, the bottom of it was concrete. Yes. The whole thing was concrete. So about a decade or so after it was up, they eventually took it out when Jog Lake actually changed uh, ownership, which I was very disappointed in. I've never seen one like it since. Really? Yes. The only wave pools I've seen are like five or six foot breakers that come one after the other after the other. Wow. Yeah. I've never seen one. It's just one giant wave, and it just hits you, and then you have to wait for the next one. Hmm. I mean, I've been to wave pools, but I guess I don't remember how huge the one at Jog Lake was Oh, compared to other water parks nearly every water park has a wave pool now it's right not. but not like this where it was just mm-hmm. one giant wave and you really couldn't i mean you couldn't stand up against it i mean even no, like no. the big not, dudes not, not unless you were way back almost you know right towards the end yeah right yeah. i mean if you were anywhere from the front to the middle to court you know part of the back you just get land based it so anyways okay my my favorite water park is in orlando uh, it's, Naturally. it's Disney's Blizzard Beach. Have you ever heard of that one? I have not. The only one they had was River Run and Typhoon Lagoon uh, when I was down there. River Country is what River you're Country, I'm sorry, yeah. yes. They closed that one after... Really? Yeah, they closed the one after 9-11. Uh, they said it was because tourism was down, which it was. But I believe it. it was actually more because it was built onto Bay Lake, the actual lake that is on Disney property. Okay. And it used lake water, and it had um, undesirable elements in it. We'll I can understand that. So I've, it might have been a combination of the both. But anyway, they opened, uh, they opened up Blizzard Beach in 95, and the, they had like a whole little story with it, like Disney always does. The story behind it was that there was this freak snowstorm that happened in Florida and dumped a crap ton of snow right in the middle of Disney World. So the Disney people were like, cool, let's have like a, a ski resort in Florida. That would be great. So they built all this ski resort stuff, and then the snow started to melt, obviously, because it's in Florida. So then they were like, oh, great, we're screwed. What are we going to do with all this stuff? And then they saw, 
like animals and people started to slide down the the melting snow, like water slides. So we thought, okay, we'll turn it into a water park. So what it is is it's it's built like a like a ski chalet kind of thing, and with snow everywhere and all that. But it's a water park, and it is it's it's fantastic. They have the the highest, tallest, steepest uh, water slide in the world. Uh, you, you remember that one at Jaga Lake where you go almost straight down yes. and did two or humps? Yes. Uh, the one at Disney is twice that size. It's huge. It's called Summit Plummet. I think it's like 150 feet, something like that. You go almost straight down and you go down like that. They have a lot of really cool inner tube rides. They have a great wave pool. They have a really cool lazy river that shoots you around really fast. That Fantastic. sounds like it'd be fun in hell. Fun as hell. It is. The problem is the storyline couldn't be gayer if there were dicks flying into your mouth from every direction. It doesn't matter. It's still Does amazing. it need a story? I don't need a storyline. I, I don't need to know, you know, some mystical, you know, myth as to why my water park is there. It's just there. I pay my admission. I go on the rides. Cedar Point doesn't have a, myth- a mythos. It doesn't have a legend. Well, it's not it's a, a theme park. It's, it's an amusement park. There you go. I don't remember when this was a gaming show. I don't remember when this was a gaming show either. You know, with all the politics and country hate and now this and the movie reviews, global warming finally pays <laughs> off. <laughs> but, but seriously, um, it's, it's been ranked, I've, I think it's been ranked number one water park in the world before. I, I remember seeing one television show. 150 foot drop, yeah. I'd where say, they, that's where they pretty... ranked like the, the top 10 water parks. And there's, there's a couple really good ones in Texas. I'm, I, I'm trying to remember the show. I don't remember. I imagine it, but... if you're in the Sun Belt, you probably got a decent water park somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, Blizzard Beach was ranked number one. Which is strange, which when you think of like that huge slide, yep. you don't think of Disney with stuff like that. I think of Atlantis Hotel because every time I see those commercials, yeah, that, that guy like dropping like three hundred feet, yeah, you know, from the hotel. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking here at Angry Badger's uh, uh, Twilight haiku. So we have actually actually have another haiku for the week. This one from Angry Badger. Angry Badger as usual. Twilight sucks huge balls. Gay vampires. Metro werewolves. What the effing hell? I agree. We try the Angry Badger sucks. Why does he keep writing those damn stupid haikus? Five seven five. Did you think of that on Off the fly? The yes, I honestly did. Right now, I'm impressed. Somebody actually fact check him real quick. <laughs> Zerk's like 150 foot drop. That's effing huge. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. It's a yes, water slide, it dude. You're not attached to anything either. No, it's it's one of those ones where you start going like almost straight down, and then it you know it's the ones where you you have to cross your hands and feet, otherwise you're going to get the world's biggest wedgie. <laughs> Literally, yeah, you, you have to. I'll be worried about flying was, off the. Uh, I, I was actually scared. I'm not going to lie, because when you get that high, I mean, right. Disney World is huge. You can see every part of Disney World. You can look over there, yeah, and there's Cinderella's me. Castle. You can look over there. There's the tree from Animal Kingdom. Yeah, no thanks. You can see every, and it freaks you out. And not there was just little. And the reason I went on it, this little eight year old girl was in front of me. Right, and she just hopped up and did it. Oh, so, so I was like, well, if this eight-year-old girl's going to do it, I'm not going to puss out. <laughs> so I went down and did it. I have to admit, it was really cool. I mean, it it was scary, but I mean, once you're done, it's like it, it's almost like riding a top thrill dragster at that Cedar Point. Like it's scary, but once you get off it, you realize how amazing it was. See, Mystic Man was telling me that uh, she's going to drag me to Iowa uh, next year uh, for where her parents and her family are from. And apparently, this rinky-dink water park that she's all excited about us going to is like a five-dollar you know, admission. Like, because it's like uh, Wildwood or something, something like that. Yeah, exactly like is Wildwood. It, oh, okay, it was, it, okay. It was, it, same or thing. Like, Small, uh, yeah. Dover Lake. Dover Lake is epic. For those who don't know, Dover Lake is a giant mountain that's actually a ski resort in the winter, and yes. then it has um, slides that go from one top of the mountain all the way to the bottom. I remember. Yeah, Calabunga slide and. You know, I mean, in fact, the, the mountain is so big that if I remember correctly, you have to go from like it. 
it takes multiple slides to get to down get down to the there. Bottom. Right, you actually get one. So like yeah. you slide down, and then there's like a big pool of people, and then you kind of work your way to the next slide, and you go down, and you just keep doing that for like four or five times. Seriously, like if it's fifty meters up, how long is the pool at the bottom? I gotta imagine it's pretty big. I mean, you gotta have slowdown here. You can't just go flying into the pool; you'd break your neck or your legs. What's that? Well, he's asking. He said, "If it's 150, oh, meters, for, 150 for, feet for, up. for some plummet, no, there's, yeah. there's there's no pool at the bottom. It's it's a trough all the way. All right, so you just slide until you slow down. And you then just you get slide out. until like a like a bobsled. Yeah, you you slide until the the friction of the water slows you down enough, gotcha. and then there's lifeguards at the bottom telling you to hurry up and get the hell out because they want to send the next person. Anyways, this Atoma thing's actually gotten me in trouble um, because after last week's show, I'm of course all excited to go to Atoma, Iowa. <laughs> and of course, she immediately becomes suspect because I'm anything but excited to go to the middle of friggin' Iowa where right. there's nothing to do. Sure. And ah, she, but she, is there nothing yeah. to do? <laughs> well, I want a writing campaign. God bless it. I want my name on there. I should be in this video game hall of fame. You should be in the video Absolute, game hall of fame. Think of what I've done for the industry. I I'm, I was one I'm of the pioneer, one of the pioneer radio broadcasters, and I was one of the pioneer professional gamers way back when. Absolutely. And if, if nothing else, we should get people to have a writing to have us entered into the Hall of Fame. But she gave me this this weird kind of look, you know, like a wife gives, you know, your husband when she knows you're up to something, you're lying. You know, kind of like the rates of IRL. She's like, wait a minute. Why do you want to go all of a sudden? Because you've been anything but, you know, hot on the idea. been pretty cool towards it. Uh-huh. I said, uh, no reason. I just, you know, just want to go. It's where your family's from. I'm excited. She's like, you're BSing me. What's there that you want to see? I'm like, Video Game Hall of Fame. I knew it. I knew there had to be something there to make you want to go because there's no way you wanted to go before that. <laughs> Let me guess. You probably want to get in there too, don't you? Maybe. Maybe. So, <laughs> yeah, Tumwa, Iowa, where we're going next year, apparently has the Video Game Hall of Fame. Or at least that is their uh, uh, mission statement. There's a little city out in the middle of Iowa. They want to go ahead and build that. So, wow. I'm all for it. You know, what the hell? But I'm out there. I'll see Except what they've I, got. I don't think there's anything there, though. Because Apparently, she said that she heard about it. Uh, that's the other thing that got me mad. I'm like, you knew that this thing was being built there, and you kept it from me. Well, I don't think it's that big a deal. She's like, uh, she thinks they actually started working on some of it, some part of it anyways. Hmm. But she doesn't think it's... Well, when you go, bring your camera, because I expect I will. pictures. I will take pictures. Okay. You know, and, and I will find out who's in charge of this thing, and maybe none left can track down the information. We can Yeah, put we, out can, a, we can get an interview from the person. Screw that. We're going to flood his email with people demanding that we're entered into this Hall of Fame. Think about it. Hall of Fame broadcasters. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the dumbest idea. The, I have well, heard you. It's an awesome sure. idea. We should be in it because I did this thing. Think, that's right. I did radio, so I should be in the video game Hall of Fame. I did video game radio. Video game that's, radio. Yes. Joe Tate just got put in the <laughs> NBA Hall of Fame, and he never played basketball. The guy's five foot three. If he can get into the NBA Hall of Fame, there's no reason why we can't. This is the Video Game Hall of Fame. I can't imagine there's a great deal of, of requirements you have to get in. I mean, it, I would I would think if a video game would probably you know, we if, do if video were, games. If you were a video game, so like video games would be okay. Well, they inducted people. Yeah, professional gamers. Now, I can see TB getting an easy. How do you figure? I tell you what, I blazed the trail for Total Biscuit. You can tell him I said so. Friggin' limey bastard. And I'm sure he'll say that in his acceptance speech at yes. the Video Game Hall of Fame. Ha ha <laughs> to Emp, who I see in the crowd shaking his fist at me. Actually, I think his show's going on right now. Or is it earlier in the afternoon on Saturdays? I, I honestly don't know. I think it's earlier. I think it is, Rooks. I was deliberately Because tr- if, if, if he does it in England, it would make no sense to do it at, at midnight. Right. 
But then again, I mean, that's I believe his job now is just doing video games, so it's not like he has to get wow. up, he has to get up really. Not bad. I, I believe that ours is actually after I tried making sure there wasn't any kind of overlap. Right. So for those who don't know, Total Biscuit's actually doing. Um, he's actually being paid now, I believe, to do play by play for StarCraft Two and a couple other things. There's a uh, startup company that he's working for. So good on him. Total Biscuit, top of the iTunes charts for gaming podcasts lately. Oh, good for him. He deserves wow. it. Hardworking guy. Good for Very him. Very talented, yeah. You're so jealous. I can see it in your eyes right now. I because really Because you're am. thinking, why, why, why isn't that me? The vicious bastard that he is. Yes, he is. The vicious bastard that he is. Yes. Knife so, me in the back, no less. Told knife you in the back. I'm, so I'm, I'm trying to think of what he should have like, no, I know I'm really talented, but <laughs> I'm going to give it to this other person instead. Anyhow, Bobby Kopik should get into the uh, Video Game Hall of Fame. Yeah, right now it's a toss between whether people want to lynch him or give him a medal. That's up in the air. Uh, okay, so, again, for uh, those who don't know, Bobby Koptik is uh, the dude behind the StarCraft. He's like the Activision Blizzard guru now. I believe he's behind the StarCraft 2 release. So ah, okay. You either hate his guts. Total Biscuit on Alpha Geek. Thank you. This is from GnomeWise on our front page of vtwproductions.com. Longtime friend of the station, John Total Biscuit Bane of Cynical Brit fame, will be joining GnomeWise for an Alpha Geek interview. Join us live Wednesday, August 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern for what is sure to be entertaining show. Well, I hope one of the questions is, Total Biscuit, how's it feel to know that Emperor basically carried you through that Shoutcraft show? <laughs> That'll piss him off. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Then I'll get angry emails. What the hell are you telling people? <laughs> so are we going to get to a topic? Or yeah, I suppose we probably should. We've got, all all right. right, we got a bunch of different things here. we got uh, this one I don't understand. And probably because I'm not aware of it, but I thought it was interesting enough to snag it. This is a YouTube video of, a high, of the Chaparral High School Alumni Theater. This is their 2010 Summer Theater Project. It's interpretive dance, but apparently they do this to an interpretive dance of the game Braid, B-R-A-I-D. I, now, I've never played Braid. I have not either. So this real, it's on Xbox Live Arcade, so it's not like a huge game or anything. It's one of those, one of those teeny little platform games. Yep. But like I said, I've never played it, so I can't, I can't really judge how good the interpretive dance is compared to what the actual game is. Right. Now, having this, apparently this was the indie game of the year last year was Braid. Okay. Uh, the dance follows the storyline of the game. No word on if a speedrun mode becomes available. <laughs> uh, this is on Wired.com has this. It's called Video Game Braid Remake. So are, are we going to watch this? Or well, I'm we... playing it because I, I only watch a bit of it. and it, uh, Having not played the game, I don't really, I guess I don't yeah, give a damn. But I, I just thought it was kind yeah. of interesting that um, some, some years ago, um, I'd actually seen a video of the California uh, University. I think it's the Golden Bears. Yeah, that's the University of California. Right. Um, they actually do their halftime show during football games when the marching band comes out, and they do various video games. I've seen oh, do, I've, I've seen those. Right, yeah. Tetris and Zelda, and, and you mm-hmm. know the the band will like when they're playing Tetris, the band will break up into like the different the blocks and blocks. actually do Tetris. Right. Yeah, or they'll do uh, Pokemon. They they form into a little Pokeball, and they uh-huh. open up. The mascot comes running out, and things like that's kind of cool. I, I don't know that interpretive dance is necessarily the best kind of medium to try and get across that you're trying that you're a big nerd. I mean, it's really what it is. You're doing interpretive dance for a video game. What what game would be better to do interpretive dance? Would be better. I don't. I mean, there's got to be better. You o- could, better options other than it's, braid. It's, Pick one. It's interpretive. You could right. do it for any game if you want. I suppose you could. I mean, I guess Team Fortress might be an interesting one. I don't know I how suppose. you do it, but 
Um, there's got to be better games out there than you could do Pac-Man, I suppose. Um, Pac- what else could you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pac-Man. Would be Left for Dead. Left there you go. for Dead. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil. I don't know. Um, Metal Gear Solid. That's got a pretty epic storyline, but they, that, how long you want the interpretive dance to be, though? So that's well, the this thing. is like five minutes long. I mean, if you could make a right. whole ballet out of it, I suppose. I, I, that would be interesting. A, a ballet of, of Metal Gear Solid? That would be interesting. The Mario Brothers. You could have, like, Psycho Mantis as, like, a huge actual puppet and have it come down and have strings fall down, and then you could actually do, like, the... You've never played... Because you never played uh, Metal Gear Solid. I, I have played some you Metal Gear Solid. You have no Solid. idea what I'm yes. talking about. But anyway, I, I think the Psycho Mantis scene would be interesting for a ballet. Apparently, people actually like the Left for Dead idea. That seems to be picking up steam here in the IRC. I'm not sure why, but I mean, it's a fun game. But I mean, it's zombies. I guess all you'd really do is you dance around zombies and shoot them. Right. Well, hell, that'd be <laughs> that'd be a great wrong? Of dance. That's, that's what it would be. What is that in his hand? I hope the hell it's a shotgun. <laughs> Hard to tell when the silhouette. So I, I just thought that was kind of interesting that somebody would actually take the time and put it together for interpretive dancing right. for a video game, and of course, one that. I'm guessing the majority of people never heard of. It's probably one of those $3 games you get on Xbox Live. And that's what I just said. It's, it's on Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. So why weren't you thrilled with a Halo party we went to last time? What was I, it? Because I don't play Halo. Well, I don't either. Well, that's Which is strange considering I have an X, I had an Xbox and I have an Xbox. No, I still have my Xbox. I just right. never play it. I have a 362, but I, I never played Halo. Never played any of the Halos. I'm guessing you probably never played a whole lot of first-person shooters on a console. I I am willing to put real um, money. The majority of ones you've played have been on the computer. Deus Ex I played. I'm trying to think of ones that I've... uh, Fear and Fear 2 I have. And those are first... Those are actually cool. Like, if you're looking for, like, scary games, Fear and Fear 2, frightening. Very frightening. I'd say Fear 2 more than Fear 1. You could probably pick up Fear 2 without having to really know what happened in the first Fear. But those two are pretty good. I own those. I, I, mean, think, a, I think that's about it, though. I think as a general rule, first-person shooters don't have the greatest storylines. You're basically there to blow shit up and then move on. The storylines so. aren't bad for the Fear franchise. Not really? bad. I mean, I've seen better, but it's not bad. Would you say it's fair to uh, – would it be a fair statement to say that you have played more first-person shooters on the PC than you yeah. have on a console? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I won't deny that. Yeah. Now, uh, you know what? Let me ask you this. Uh, We'll kind of jump into this. How much do you play now between the two, PC and console? What do you spend majority of your time on? Console. Now? I hardly ever play on, on the PC, ever. See, mine is the exact... I've ever. gone the exact opposite direction. I'm playing almost everything, and this has been for a few years now. And I've got games stacking up here for my PlayStation 3. I, I just don't play them. You know, I've got the PSP, and I got the hookup to play on the big TV, mm-hmm. and I played uh, Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics, The Lion War, and I played uh-huh. it right to the end, and then I got sidetracked doing something else, and I never went back to it. You know, I'm playing console games on the PC, you know, for games that I own. Rather hmm. than hooking up the system, I'd rather just run the emulator on the computer. That's really strange. Like uh, Fire Emblem, like I was talking about last week. Like right now, I'm playing, I'm replaying Alan Wake because I like that game. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption, which is amazing. Yeah, everybody likes that one. I have not heard one single negative thing I, about that. You know how I, I called Batman Arkham Asylum last year? Was the game I'm, of the year last I'm, year? I'm going to make my call. This is a Red Dead Red Redemption, Redemption game of the year. Game of the year. So you're only halfway through the season yet, dude. You still got six more months of stuff that I hasn't don't come know. out yet. I mean, that's it's. it's you can say it's one a front of runner. Biggest, you can say it's a front runner. I it's, get it. It's one of the biggest sandbox. I think it's the biggest sandbox game I've ever seen. Really? It's just huge. You maybe? I mean, okay, like maybe MMO huge type thing or? Uh pretty that pretty close. No kidding. Pretty close. There's it's huge. I'll be honest. I have and not I mean, actually played Red Dead. You know, if 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 you're going to criticize it at all. It kind of is like Grand Theft Auto Horse, I suppose, if you want to put it that way. 
But I don't okay. have a problem with that because I love westerns. And it's, it's an interesting take on the western because it takes place in 1911. So it's, it's right near the end of That's the what's sense, considered yeah. the American Old West. Like there's like cars are starting to show up and there's electricity and things like that. So it's, it, it's an interesting take on, on an Old West theme. I mean, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of westerns out there. I mean, if it's that's, there's that's like rock star westerns, and that's it. So, yeah, the only other game I can think of as a western was uh, Red Dead Revolver, which I also bought and used. Which I think was also a rock star game, wasn't it? It was indeed. So yeah, well, Red Dead Redemption is the same. right. It's the yeah. same thing. Very unprofessional as I sniff there. I, my allergies have been terrible this week. I don't really I have allergies anymore. Except I, when you have them, like right now. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's rare when I actually get them, and it's the, it's the summer still. Usually, I get them in the fall when I do get them. Hmm. I was out throwing the baseball the other day, and I'm sniffing like a you know whatever sniffs a lot. I, don't, I have no allergies. And, well, I shouldn't say no allergies. I'm allergic to poison ivy, but then again, who but isn't? I can say everybody is. But that's that's really about it. But I've I've just been surprised by it. I'm I'm thinking of you know I got this PlayStation Three. I paid almost nothing for it because I told you that story, right? How I got the PlayStation Three. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. And I got it. I didn't pay anything for it. And most of the games I got were as gifts for like birthday or Christmas. So I don't have a whole lot of money invested in it. Right. And I don't play it online. And I don't need it for a Blu-ray player because I've got two of those mm-hmm. dedicated. I just feel – I guess I feel guilty because I've got these games and I know they're good. But I can't find the time to play them. Mm-hmm. I mean the games that I have played recently, I've played Napoleon quite a bit. Now right. I've played StarCraft uh-huh. 2. I've got about 100 games under my belt. Um. Not including the customs. God, we need a good risk mod for StarCraft II in the worst way. The three mods they have out there are garbage. And good luck trying to find them. That's a real pain in the ass. And I'll we'll take get, your word for it. I'd yeah, say. we'll get to this in a little while because uh, when we get to the mailbag, some people actually wrote in. And actually, we had two of them that actually took exception to the fact that I, well, I don't know that I necessarily trashed StarCraft II, but I basically said that it was not the game that I had hoped it would be with the beta and everything else, I had hoped that there would be more to it. And there's a couple, there's a couple topics I want to get to that they mention. I want to address. Mm, all right, so we'll get to that a little later. Oh, another sniff. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some tissue in here uh, in between the breaks. So yeah, I just I find myself and I just feel guilty. I feel bad because I got these games. And I'm not playing. They just something they're going to waste, and I'm afraid that I'm never well, going to get if, around to them. If, if you don't want your PS3 and games, I will be more than happy to take them off your hands. Yeah, but I don't like you. If I'm going to give them away, I'll give it to somebody I like. Damn it. Well, this comes from news.com.au. This is from Australia. Uh, this is real software rewards kids who get fit while playing video games. Uh-huh. I can tell you right now, looking at these video games, they suck. But let's continue. CISRO, C-S-I-R-O, has developed a way to get kids moving while playing video games, and it doesn't involve owning a Wii. Designed as an add-on for games that exercise little more than thumbs, the CISRO software allows kids to progress through games quicker if they get out of their chairs and jump around. Okay, this is not exactly new because the original NES had the uh, exercise pad. Remember that thing? Yeah, but no one ever used it properly because you would just use your hands. Damn right. So, anyway. <laughs> Damn right. Moving on. Oh, you want me to? Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Yeah, it sounds oh, much okay. better if we're like, going back and forth. you give me the name? Okay. Yeah, like... Dr. Shiomo Bravosky and his team developed the concept See? using the open source game Neverball, where players have a certain amount of time to guide a ball through a maze. Quote, the only way to an average player, the only way an average player can complete the maze and go on to the next level of the game is by getting up and jumping around. Every jump earns a second of game time, Dr. Bravosky said. Modified and unmodified versions of the game were tested on 270 primary school children in Hobart. 
Those playing the modified game jumped an average of 257 times in the 20 minutes they spent playing the game. Dr. Bravosky said the trials showed children playing modified games spent 25% of their gaming time being active, whereas those playing unmodified games were active for just 3% of the time. Okay, here's the problem. This is what I read. It says the average camera, which means if you, like me, happen to have been very good at video games from an early age, you don't have to be some jackass jumping around like an idiot. You can play the game and actually beat it in itself. Yeah, probably. You don't need to jump around to add extra time. That's just stupid. Not to mention, but you're jumping yourself around. That means you're throwing off your coordination, which throws off your micro, which means you're not going to progress in the game anyways. Perhaps I'm looking at it the wrong way. Well, rewards th- kids who get fit while playing video games. Are you a kid? No? Okay. Okay, but I'm looking at it from the standpoint of winning of the you? game as opposed to getting exercise. I think that's the problem is I'm misinterpreting what the objective would be. The, the objective is exercise. The right. objective is not winning the game. Yes, I well, see, and that's my competitive streak getting in the middle there. <laughs> Anyway, so I, I find this interesting, and uh, I, I said this a while ago, and I think I'll say it again. Um, I'll go on record, although I, I, I don't know this for sure. Call it an assumption. You have the Microsoft Connects coming up in this fall, I believe. November, I think. November, okay. So right in time for Christmas. I just saw um, Peter Molyneux mm-hmm. at the TED conference. Have you ever heard of TED? Yes. Yeah, he was at the TED conference demonstrating the, that virtual, I think Milo is his name. Right. He, he the robot demonst- thing? Yeah, he was yeah. demonstrating... He's demonstrating the, the kid that's on the, yeah, on the Kinex, yeah. And I'm interested to see how this is going to go. If you really want people to get exercise, this is the type of technology that's going to do it. Because you can have games where you have to swing a sword, where you have to raise a shield, where you have to run or jump or duck or move. You know, if you go to Dave & Buster's or any game, there's that Japanese shooting game. You might know what it is. Uh, it's the police game where you have to stand on a pad and you have sensors looking at you. And I'm, you I'm thinking more of the boxing game as far as exercise. Well, it's that. the same game, except instead of pushing your arms in front to, to box, you have the gun and you have to duck to the left. Oh, and oh you have okay. to duck I know down. what you're talking right. about. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Those kind of games, I mean, after I've played that game for like 15, 20 minutes, I start getting a sweat. Sure. I start working up a sweat. So, And I think Connects is the same idea, and that's going to be much more, um, much more prevalent to people because a lot of people have Xboxes. You can do it in the comfort of your own home. Sure. But I think if you really want to start getting exercise involved with video games, then that's what it's going to be, is a game like that. Now, I still question exactly how well it's going to work. I think that's what everyone's kind of holding their breath on is to see, does it actually work as advertised? Does it pick up every single motion? How sensitive is it? I, I don't know. Right. Having, having never it's played it, having right. only seen it, it's, yeah, all, all we can do is speculate. But. So I'm calling my shot and saying that that will be the next big video game exercise thing. Like, I mean, everybody got behind the Wii. Oh, the Wii is great. It'll get people off their seats. No, it didn't. People just sat in the chair and they waved their arm left and right. Or if they got real smart, they went and they just turned the thing sideways and used it as a classic NES controller. Mm. I mean, other than those you know people who bought it when it first came out and played Zelda and had the Trogdor arms. <laughs> That's why I told Miriam, like, you, uh, three months from now, after this game comes out, everyone's going to have a friggin' Trogdor arm from swinging it back and forth because of that sword. Goex says, I totally play well if I had to walk in order to move. I'd enjoy myself and exercise a lot. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, you'd, it, it'd be an awful big contraption yes. to play. I mean, you'd, you'd have to have, like, an omnidirectional treadmill. So you're looking at, like, like, a circular thing where you can walk in any direction. And then you'd have to have sensors on all sides of you. Kind of like almost like para para paradise. Um, you have to like have like a three D headset where you kind of look to the left or right, and it you can have well, your you can have a headset, or like I said, you could just use it on your TV and just have like I said, just have sensors around you along with a a treadmill of sorts that you can walk around, and if you swing, it, it'll recognize it on on the console or right. on, the, on the PC. 
It'd be it'd be an awful like I said, it'd be an awfully big contraption. I it would be awfully expensive to build, expensive to buy, and probably to maintain, I would think as well. It would take up an awful big amount of room. I think that's the kind of technology we'll see fifteen, twenty years down the road when we're not in any shape to do those kind of games anymore. Solix says mounts uh, or Zarek says mounts would be fun. How the hell would you do that? I mean, if you actually how would you do a mount? Yeah, I mean, how would you like? You would probably have to mime the like Monty Python style. Yeah, you almost have to do it like that. Either that, yeah, just mime the the motion of getting on the mount, and then you probably wouldn't even have to like go up. You probably just have to whip the reins or do something. But you could probably just stand there. I'd tell you what, though, if World of Warcraft actually had that built in with the connects and the trim and all that, right. You could tell who the fat ass was who was trying to run away and can't. After like two minutes of sprinting, they just die. You see the character like bending over, like winded completely. He's trying to suck in air. I mean, I would, I would write down on a list who all the fat asses are and go for them first. <laughs> oh, this guy's a hey wizard. He's running, 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 collapses or he trips. He has a heart attack. I think Here's that guy died. Tubby McFat ass. Yeah. <laughs> Wait up, guys. <laughs> 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 Perfect. It'd be great. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though. I, you have a lot more people hitting the gym. If anything else, just to, you know, level up their yeah, raid maybe. character. Who knows? I want to go raiding. Well, all right. Are you within your weight? Can you run for 30 minutes straight? <laughs> that would How be much amazing. weight can you lift? How much, yeah. How much do you weigh? Ooh, can you do a 30-minute mile? Can you do a five-minute mile? And then, <laughs> then it'll be like the army. You'll have to be on like reduced rations in order to, to, to make to weight. To drop weight. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Instead of having like any kind of like uh, uh, like meta score for your gear, it basically comes down to you know your physical attributes on your personal body. You got to weigh two fifteen or under, right? It's going to suck for all those people in wheelchairs or the retards or whatever else plays this game that they can't actually get in shape. Sucks. <laughs> Moving on. So that drops that one off the bit. So you're saying that Stephen Hawking won't be able to join our WoW Guild? Uh, probably not. Not if we want to you know progress. I'm sure Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I can see some Torrent Warrior running around in an electric wheelchair. I will tank. <laughs> I will get you. <laughs> Somebody heal me. <laughs> my wheelchair is my epic mount. <laughs> epic wheelchair. Epic wheelchair plus five. Uh, you are a sick bastard and will burn in hell, I have no doubt. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Looking outside as the rain comes out. God, it's humid here. It is. It's going to storm tonight. I can feel it. It's just raining now, but I'm sure it's going to storm. Ugh. Browns are on tonight. You said your sister's at the stadium tonight. Yeah, she's there. That uh, sucks. She didn't, she, all she brought was an umbrella. Like She couldn't find like a poncho or anything to wear. Well, at least it's not going to be cold. No, it's definitely not going to be cold, but it, they're, they're, they're going to get wet. They're going to get wet real bad. My cousin and I went to uh, the Raider game last week, last year. Cold right. as hell. Because it's... Browns Stadium which, is right on the lake. Which day was that uh it was a sunday it was i think the second to last game of the year oh okay okay so and, and brown stadium is located right on lake erie so for those who are not familiar with lake erie or with cleveland in the winter it's cold as balls because you got lake effect snow coming right in off the lake and it's freezing and you got wind that's why i don't go down there like right. the last time i went down there when it was cold i think i wore my winter jacket and three sweatshirts and a t-shirt that's what this was like and yeah. like two pairs of jeans yep, yep. yeah I mean, that's what was, this was like. And I was still cold by the middle of the third quarter. I was cold. See, I've, I've gone to Indians games in, like, April where it's, like, 
basically 20 degrees and there's some mm-hmm. snow. I, hell, we went to the snowed out game, the home opener in 2007. There was six inches of snow that fell during the game. But this was something else entirely. So I froze my ass off. I'm like, and I, I looked at her. I said, this is why I don't go to Browns games. And she's from here but has been living in Florida for the last like 15 years. Uh-huh. So she wasn't handling it too well because she's used to warmer weather right. from St. Petersburg. So. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go down there. Oh, no. Freeze her ass No off. way. So the right, Browns are on tonight. Yes. It's preseason, so who cares? Taking a look in our IRC video chat, we now have the same six people we had before. Uh, not the guy in the middle. No. Uh, or thing? Guy? guy? Guy. With the, like... Wow. 80s haircut? Cool. Pokemon Championships! <laughs> Pokemon Championships! We're just rifling through the I topics. We're not getting know. sidetracked normally as, like, we... Well, I mean, uh, these, these topics aren't really that controversial. Like, are, no, they're really. Are, are, are you expecting me to argue against Pokemon championships? Yes, or? maybe you should take a Pokemon. Maybe I. All right, fine. Okay, I will. you bash me. I'll take. Oh, I don't want to do that. I'll bash you. You take up for All right, all right. Pokemon championships being held in Hawaii. Done. Yes, that's the, that, that's a win right there. I don't care what it is. If it's in Hawaii, if it takes place in Hawaii, it's great. So that's automatically Anything. elevates Pokemon's like heck yeah stature in your eyes. You know right. why? Because it's in Hawaii. It's in Hawaii, yeah. Uh, Kalio Kona. I probably horribly butchered that Kailua, name. Kailua, whatever. Go Kailua, whatever. Kailua Kona. The Pokemon World Championships are being held on Hawaii's Big Island this weekend. Hundreds of players from around the world qualified to play in the Kona Championship, which includes competitions in both its trading card and video game versions. <laughs> that coming from someone who played the trading card game version. Uh, in my defense. In your defense. I worked for the company that made the game, one, and two, I was selling the crap on eBay hand over fist, and I can show you all the different stuff. I've, I've still got a giant, like, 30-gallon tub of Pokemon cards for, like, the first four sets. Wow. Yeah. The game originally gained popularity after its creation in 1996. Since then, it's sold more than 200 million video games, spurred a TV show that's now in its 13th, 13th season. season. Yeah. I actually know the guy who plays Brock. Oh, that is the voice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I actually kind of feel bad. I never told him, but uh, there's, there was a bit of a controversy because uh, four kids, in order to save some money, they went to a different studio to do the dubbing, and the studio didn't want to work with the actors who had been doing the voices. The actual voices, right. So literally, there's all new voices. I, I have noticed that, actually, and, looking at it. Yeah. yeah, and my friend is one of the new voices. He, he does Brock, and a couple other Pokemon as well. So uh, We actually got to see the chick uh, who, does the, who did Ash Ketchum, and now does Naruto. Ah, okay. Um, at the, was the, at, the old Ash or the new Ash? Old Ash, I think. Veronica Taylor? Yes. Okay, yeah, that would be the old Ash. Yeah. Um, the older, chubby... White lady? Yeah, she's kind of older, yeah. She's yes. in her 40s, 50s. So. Uh, easily early 50s. Anyways, we were at the 18 and over uh, voice actors panel at Oticon. Oh, okay. And uh, this is a bunch of voice actors who I don't know their names and don't remember. But those four or five of them, I'd say probably late 20s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. And then this chick shows up. I don't know why she was invited. She had no business being there. Didn't know what the hell was going on. Really? I think she was drunk mm. and had no input whatsoever as far as the panel goes. People asking questions and uh. didn't get on the joke and she was a twit. I know Veronica Taylor is her stage name, but I forget what her real name is. I, I don't get... I know that you don't care. I just happen to remember that. Yeah, That's I wish all. she would die. There's just a couple of voice actresses You wish she like, would die, yes, because, die because she die. didn't do very well. Die on in a fire, yes. To? Well, that's not just that. I, I don't no. like her voice. I hate Ash Ketchum. I hate Naruto, at least the American version. I actually started watching the Japanese version again on Hulu.com. She's, she's done a ton of things. I'm sure I, I know probably that. liked her in something. Right. Well, probably not. 
which is why she needs to go away now. She doesn't have to die. She has to retire. I would live with that. All right. But it was kind of funny. Um, okay, let's do Pokemon, then I'll get to the Hulu thing. Cause I, think, I think we just did Pokemon. I okay. just... I'm totally surprised there is a Pokemon co- uh, I'm championship. I'm surprised there's a world championship, right. too. I mean, exactly how does the... I mean, I, I understand. I, 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 I get the card game, but I'm I guessing was, these ain't kids that are going. I, I, I don't think so. Not like little kids, anyway. Mm. Probably like maybe high school, college kids. I'm sure. Is what I'm thinking. I'm sure there's um, some parent that got into the game because their kid I mean, was. It's going as, around like kicking the hell out of like As far as the trading game, the trading card game, it's, it's obviously got to be done through Wizards. But as far right. as yeah. the video game part of it, I don't really know. I, I have not played one of the video games in a long time. I'm not really sure how that I think work. I only a handful of times. And I think it was over your house when you had them is when, when I ever played the, the video game. Did, I, thought, I thought I thought Baron had the N64 version, like the I, it was Pokemon Stadium or something. I, that was the one I think I played over here. Yeah. Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. I've, I've never played any of the ones for Game Boy. I've never. No, not really. I've, I've hardly ever played Pokemon. Ever. I mean, I know what they are. I know what it is. I, up to yeah, the I know first what it is, 50 after that, yeah, I'm not familiar. You know, no, we're up to like eight people now in the video chat. Imagine that. Oh, my God. Up to nine. Who's Okay, some beatnik just showed up. No, it's that guy from last week. Uh, yeah, that dude. That dude. That guy. You know, you know the shirt and him? the hat. Steve Allen? No. The other two. The Unabomber? Simpsons. Never mind. Go away. No. 200 million video games. That's a one hell of a franchise. Man. That is a and franchise. Fourteen, and it's going into billion trading. The cards. TV show is going into its thirteenth season, which is very unusual for Japanese anime. Usually, anime has a beginning, a middle, and an end. I think at this point they're just making it for Americans. I don't think anybody in Japan even cares anymore. <laughs> I remember when I met Mystic Mim. I sold. I actually went to her house the first time. I brought my because I was working at uh, Gamekeeper at the, at the time. I, was I remember Gamekeeper. Yeah. And I sold like a couple hundred dollars worth of her brothers who were like 12 and 13 at the time. Uh-huh. And these two are now in their mid-20s. I just, I'm thinking back to my, God, it's been 13 years. I, I just can't, I can't get over how long it has been. That's, ah, wow, there's a lot of people actually getting on this video chat now. This is actually how kind of interesting. Yes, it is. So Pokemon, 14 billion trading cards. I can't keep track of all that crap. 14 billion trades. I wonder how many Magic cards, Magic the Gathering cards have been printed. More, more than that. I'm sure there have because uh, it's been going for much longer. Yeah. Well, has it? Uh, 93. So, okay, a couple years more. Yeah, a couple years. Couple Not years. by much, but yeah. I think it's got a more dedicated, um, a, a more dedicated oh, absolutely. fan base. There, yeah, there are people that, not many, but there are people that make their livelihoods on playing Magic the Gathering. They literally go from tournament to tournament, and they're big enough that Wizards pays their way. Right. And if they win, they win money. Actually, I think we knew a couple people like that. In fact, um, a house 1G, uh, Worth, from the old store, actually worked for Wizards of the Coast. He moved out to Seattle uh, uh-huh. and then to Seattle or California. Last I talked to him, he still worked for me. He was a game developer or some kind of – and he moved his way up the, the chain as far as um, uh, executives go. He was actually pretty, pretty far up there. Hmm. And I, last I talked to him was when the Burning Crusade came out. And that was some time ago because I believe they were expecting their second child, so – um, and he liked it. He said, I mean, that's how he got into it was a, as a game, as a player, he actually met up with the CEO of, of, was it Hasbro or Wizards? I think it was Wizards. Um, it might be Hasbro because Hasbro owns Bought the company, right. Yeah. And I think, yeah. So, Angry Badges was in Japan's episode a year ago, labor at the airport. What the hell is he talking about? And they were selling Pikachu. Well, of Sailing? S-A-L-I-N-G. Uh, oh, my head hurts. Somebody was talking about the Holocaust, H-O-L. I-C-O-S-T, Holocaust. 
Nice. The Hulu thing I was talking about was... Final <laughs> Full of plot holes and poor spelling. <laughs> I should now leave the planet the for no reason. I'm winning again. <laughs> I am the greatest. <laughs> now I am leaving Earth for no reason. <laughs> I love that show. I'm so that glad is- it's back. <laughs> I've, I've seen a few of them. Have you seen a few of the future? Yeah, what do you I, think of them? I saw the Leonardo da Vinci one. I thought it was okay. I've seen about half of them since they've come back. Okay, I've, I've only seen a couple of them. But they, they seem okay. I don't hate them. I don't know that I'm in love with them. But I, I was never huge into Futurama to See, begin I with. was. I, I, after seeing like, the first four seasons that were out, before they, you know, after they got canceled, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a firefly effect for me. I'm like, Jesus, why did I not pay attention to this when it was out? Mm. I, guess, I guess it wouldn't have made a difference. You know, you're one guy. But For me, that's, that's The Tick. Did you ever watch The Tick? I love The Tick. Yes. It only yes. lasted three seasons. I think that's one of the, the best cartoon writing I've ever seen. Maybe right up there with like Animaniacs or That's Picky why I Brain. think you'd like Futurama because there, there's oh, a no, lot I've of I've seen Futurama. I don't, You've I seen don't all of them? Every, every episode. One. Have you seen every episode? Of course not. I have well, then you have not seen Futurama. Have you seen Firefly? Every episode? I will no. never see every episode of Firefly. Wow. Never. That, and this is why no one likes you. Not I because of the atheism, not because you're a liberal douche, but because you don't like Firefly. Yes, Firefly was so great it lasted one season. Okay, because you're going to tell like me. Josh, J- Josh Whedon is a one-trick pony. Really? Because Angel was a Buffy good show the that Vampire did very well. Oh, yeah, okay. Bu- Angel was a spinoff of Buffy the That's Vampire right, Slayer. and it did very so well, it's the same it? thing. Uh, so, okay. So he, he had Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yep. and that was it. That's it. Everything else has been one season. And how many dollhouse have you had? Okay, how many shows have you had? Just shows in general. Not hits, shows. I don't write shows because I know that I can't write shows. That's right, you Unfortunately, can't. Joss Whedon hasn't gotten that nice memo yet. Sitting on top of that and pedestal. And he keeps on putting out rocks. crap after crap. No, I, I take that back. He's not. A, he's a two-trick pony. He was one of the writers of Toy Story. So I, I will give him that. He was one of the writers of, of Toy Story, and he had Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Let, let's ask IRC. How many Firefly haters? I don't, I don't want to know how many people like it because I know there's a lot of I people. don't hate Firefly. Yes, you I, do. Just think I will never see an no, episode of that again. Because it. I can tell it's a sucky show. If it was a great it's show, a sucky... it would last more than one season. I'm curious. Re- oh, right, because good shows haven't been. Arrested Development it lasted how many seasons? Three. Three. And you're going to tell me that was a bad show that shouldn't have kept on going? It should have kept on going. Yes, right. There you go. It was a final show. If it was a great show, it would have kept on going. Well, it's obviously three times better than Firefly. What the hell was it? Sports Night? Was that that one? No, that one sucked. Oh, you thought so? Screw I thought, that yeah, one. I thought it was okay. Look at that. What is Firefly? Thank you. Firefly was boring. <sighs> yes, it's it horrible. It's quite a few cosplayers at Kodakon that was dressed up as Firefly. I'm, I'm sure all three of them probably had a hell of a time. It's more than You three. know what? I think, I think there were more people dressed as those uh, Weekend at Bernie's guys than there were... Dressed, I saw people one this Firefly. year. I didn't I, see one group this year. I, I saw the uh, the video online of the week in the Burnies. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, it was really funny. They all they all, it's like a little performance. They all like lay down on the floor, right? And then someone plays the boombox, and then they all kind of start getting up and start <laughs> walking around. It's really funny. You watch Cowboy Bebop, right? I have seen Cowboy Bebop. Did you like Cowboy Bebop? Did I like Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, yes. I guess I did. Yeah, you guess I saw kind of. I did. Yeah. Okay. If you're gonna put me, yes, I like Cowboy Bebop. And yet you don't like Firefly. It's the same damn show. It's exactly the same show. That's exactly it's why. It's a live action. And they did it very well. So why should I watch it if I've Christina already seen Cowboy Hendricks. Bebop? Christina There you go. The if, chicks on that show if are I've seen, nothing else. If I've seen Cowboy Bebop, then why should I watch Firefly? Because it's live action with a couple differences. It, how many episodes have you actually seen? I'm curious. Uh, you, two, and I saw the movie. Eh, if you saw the movie, you might, eh, you might have been lost a little bit. Which episodes did you see? I'm curious. I don't the beginning. Remember. I don't. It's important. I honestly, it ma- don't remember. It matters. I really don't remember. Oh, God, you know that I have a no game for that, right? 
I'm sure there probably already is a game option. No, there isn't. They actually just, they announced some years ago that uh, they're going to make an MMO based on the Firefly franchise. I don't know if it's ever gone an anywhere. MMO since. based on the Firefly franchise? Oh yeah. I don't think getting into the MMO business is smart right now. I think no, there's too I many. Think. Based on a franchise that really isn't that huge to begin with. Yeah, Andre Feist says you're you're kind of setting yourself up for disaster. Well, I think, believe me, I think the franchise is bigger than you realize. I think it's bigger than Fox realized. Firefly based on Cowboy Bebop? Yes, it is. Actually, if you read anything from Josh Whedon, which I actually kind of came across by accident, he says that yes, that was the inspiration for the show, and his uh, idea was. Are you going to watch the Cowboy Bebop movie? Uh. <laughs> Oh, DJ's here. Divine Justice of Clan Guard has showed up on IRC. Better late than never, I suppose. Um, I, I'm of two minds about that. I, I am not are, the no, biggest okay, Keanu no, no, Reeves I was fan. Just gonna, I was just going to say, are, are you of two minds because you don't want Keanu Reeves playing Spike? I I don't. Okay. I don't. I That's can't fair see enough. him as Spike. I know he's got the skills to play the Kung Fu and all that. Yeah. I tell you, it's kind of funny. He's uh, got the body type for it, too. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's kind of lanky. I'd like to see Nathan Fillion play him, to be honest. And he was? Uh, Captain Malcolm from Firefly. See, that's why. I, Castle. See, that's why I don't know uh, who he is, because he hasn't been in anything. Let yet, me. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Oh! I think that. Sometimes actually, it's just too easy. Yes. Yes. Like your mother. But I think that um, let me pull up a picture of Nathan Fillion just so you can take a look. Okay, I, I, I like I said I've seen I the movie, so I, if I see him, I probably will recognize him. Look at that! I'm not even done filling in Nathan Fillion at the top. Yeah. Oh, okay, that guy. All yes, right. this right. dude right there. Gotcha, him. him. Okay. So there you go. He was in. Uh, he's, he's he was in a movie that I own called Sliver. Sliver. Yeah, that's yeah. actually they did that because of you know yeah right. So there you go. Jokiem Phoenix. Uh, no, he's actually no. retired from acting. Yes, I. Isn't he like batshit crazy? I don't know. He's kind of acting like it. He he wants to be a musician now, and only a musician. I had heard I think, that. I think he did the Johnny Cash movie. And now he thinks he's a musician, so oh, okay. he's only going to be music now. Because I know he went into that that weird phase where he wouldn't you know cut his hair and he was acting all weird and wouldn't talk to people. And apparently, his publicist said that he was just doing a documentary to see how people would treat him now that he was acting crazy. Hmm. The problem is, I don't think he ever stopped acting. <laughs> I don't so, know. I I liked him in Gladiator. He wants to be a rapper. Oh, I loved him in Gladiator. No, he doesn't want to be a fantastic. Rapper. No, I hated his guts in Wing Commander. But then again, I hated everybody in Wing Commander. You want to talk about a game franchise? Joaquin that was pissed on by, in, by Joaquin Hollywood. Phoenix isn't in Wing Commander. I thought he was. I thought he was like which some, one? There was more than one. The the movie, Three, not the game. Four. The movie, the movie, the game. Not no, the game. no, no, no. Uh, you're thinking of uh, Matt Lillard, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. Freddie he, Prince Jr. No, he played like like a like a small role, like some guy who was at like the. Uh, Are you sure? Let's look it up on right now. I, I think it was him. I don't think so. Let's take a look. Because I, I remember going to the theaters to watch that piece of crap. Yeah, I, I did too, and I regret it to this day. You want to talk about a, a video game franchise that was wasted? Uh, there it is, in the 1999. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Jurgen Progna. Oh, I love Jurgen. Jurgen's great and everything he does. Uh, I'm not seeing him. No, I'm not seeing him either. I could have swore he had like a little bit part. And then I don't think it was. I think it was before he was him. famous. Well, this it came out in '99. Joaquin Phoenix yeah. was famous before that, was he? Yeah. Hmm. He was famous before Gladiator. Yeah, he's not there. Uh, perhaps I'm wrong, but I, I could have swore he was in some kind of sci-fi thing where he was. Like a bridge officer on a ship of some kind. Why don't I just look him up on IMDb, I, I, which you already were? Uh, because we're this on. might be... How the hell do you spell Jokiem? There it is. There! It's an A. 
Just you just had to click on it. That's all. Calm down, calm down. All right. I know what I'm doing. See if anything comes up. Mm. I'm just reading to see if they actually. No, uh, no. I guess I was wrong. Yeah. I don't. Wait, see wait, 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 wait. Uh, Fred Jr., Matt Lillard. Chuck him. This must be something else then. That's uh, like eight, a list of. That's 8 millimeter, which he was in with Nicholas right. Cage, which is a creepy movie. Huh. Oh, so well, I, uh, there was It's about looking I for was... a uh, legitimate snuff film. Legitimate snuff yeah, film? Yeah, like an actual snuff film rather than someone. Right. Like setting it up like someone actually killed someone. And then it's a crime. They want to actually. Right, yeah. Out. I think Nicholas Cage is like trying to uncover it, and Joaquin Phoenix is the contact in that particular. You know, underworld or whatever. Okay, Barry seems to think there's dead air. I don't know why. Because if nothing else, you would have heard the typing and clicking. My God, there's two seconds of dead air. They're gone. <laughs> uh, I wish so. all my job was only to be an IRC rep. Right. It is pretty easy to do. I don't. Oh, he's a CH. I don't care what he's a casual hardcore rep. And what the hell is he doing here? Hit the bricks, kid. <laughs> this is the big time. This is the major leagues, not the minor leagues. <laughs> Come back tomorrow when it's your show time. Stop, like, crowding me on mine. Oh, God, I hate people. You know, it's been an hour, Highlander, since we had a break, so we're going to take a quick break. That way we can step outside and, you know, All not right. melt. Yes. Jesus I Christ. agree. Well, I, I tell you what part of the problem is. The amount of heat that this 30-inch monitor, uh, the whole joke and gimmick aside. Sure, you know, yeah, I, I won't bring it up. Yeah, it, right. it does throw off a yeah, lot of heat. It throws off a lot of heat, especially in the front of it. It's it's hotter than hell, right. so, which is great in the winter. It sucks in the summer. All right, folks, we're going to be gone here for about uh, seven, eight minutes. So I'm going to put on some tunes, enjoy them, have fun with them, whatever. Uh, we'll be back here. What do else do I have? Let's put a little Bobby Darren in there. So, da, 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 da. And actually, no. No? I'm sorry. You're going to save him for a later date? Actually, uh, not quite. See, there are some things that we can play and some things that we can't. What I traditionally do... Are you serious? What happens is we're allowed to keep music in the broadcast as long as it's something that's not um, like commercially like RIA type thing. Okay. And I think Bobby Darren is still... It's not in the public domain that Mike Mack the Knife is. So we can play that in the beginning because we edit all that out for the podcast. Right. But we cannot put it in there, I believe, if it's part of like the podcast. Hmm, okay. So, you know, unless it's uh, by mistake or an error here and there, and that happens, but that's why majority of stuff you listen to, even in the warm up, is usually stuff like video game music, anime music, mm-hmm. um, uh, or independent bands in the Cleveland area that happen to get permission to play their music on, like okay. Harley Corn and stuff like that. So, all right. Anyways, folks, there's plenty here to listen to. Uh, we're back here in about uh, ten minutes, thereabouts. So we'll be right back.
celebrate with stupid hats and plastic plates The fact that you were able to make another trip around the sun <gasps> And the whole clan gathers round and gifts and laughter do abound When we let out a joyful sound and sing that stupid song Happy birthday, now you're one year older Happy birthday, your life still isn't over Happy birthday, you did not accomplish much But you didn't die this year, I guess that's good enough So let's drink to your fading health and hope you don't remind yourself Your chance of finding fame and wealth decrease with every year Does it feel like you're doing laps and eating food and taking naps And hoping that someday perhaps your life will hold some cheer Happy birthday! What have you done that matters? Happy birthday! You're starting to get fatter! Happy birthday! It's downhill from now on Try not to remind yourself your best years are all gone If cryogenics were all free, then you could live like Walt Disney and live for all eternity inside a block of ice. But instead, your time is set. This is the only life you get. And though it hasn't ended yet, sometimes you wish it might. Happy birthday. You wish you had more money. Happy birthday. Your life's so sad, it's funny. Happy birthday. How much more can you take? But your friends are hungry, so just cut the stupid cake. Happy birthday. Morning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here to The Emperor's Court here on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, The Emperor, joined by Highlander. Always a pleasure. We are downstairs talking to McVegan, who has showed up with her new fiancé. Congratulations to them. They just got engaged. It doesn't feel the same calling her McVegan. It doesn't. But then again, you know, you're not used to calling her that to begin with. Right. So right. The Mystic Man was down there and giving them wedding pictures because they were in the wedding party as Highlander was. Yes, so thank you were- very much. That's a very nice frame, and it, uh, I mm-hmm. will definitely put that up there. It'll go right next to my clock. My clock. Say, yeah. It'll go right next to the my clock. clock. Anyways, here's the information to get in on the conversation with us. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. So there you go. All right, Highlander. Yes. You said you want to try, actually try something new, a, yeah. a, a different kind of this or that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably call it would you rather. Uh, quick story. I was digging through my house just looking for stuff because it was kind of messy, and I came across this old book of mine called Zamondo. I don't know why it's called Zabmondo. It is. But basically, uh, it's the outrageous book of bizarre choices. Uh, so what it is is it says, would you rather you know, A or would you rather B? And both of them are pretty weird, so it, it, it lets you know basically what, you know, what someone's thinking in their mind when they're asking these kind of questions. And people are saying there's an echo. The reason why there's an echo, folks, is because uh, – here, I'll, I'll try to show you something. All right. Now that I click this button, you'll probably hear an echo. And what this does is this allows me to hear through my headphones what is coming through the actual um, feed. So when we're playing music or we play like a, uh, a sound effect of some kind, in order for me to know when it's going to complete, I actually have to hear it. So sometimes I'll click on the air like I am now, and this allows me to hear myself in echo in my headphones. 
Unfortunately, we don't have an actual professional studio-grade setup here, so we work with what we got. So that's the reason why there is a bit of an echo. So hang on. We've got this little cool thing that we made up we never get to use. Let me play the this or that theme music, and then we'll get to your whatever the hell this thing is. All right. Make up your damn mind. It's time for this or that. Okay, it's enough of that. All right. All right, so yes, it's, it's very much like this or that, except it's would you rather, would or you either rather. or. All right, so what do we got? All right. I'll just start at the beginning, and okay. uh, whenever we stop, we'll go we from stop, there. and right. we'll go from there. Would you rather chew on a wild rat's severed tail for a half hour, or thoroughly brush your teeth with a toothbrush from a prison community's toothbrush bowl? Rat tail. Rat tail? Yeah. Interesting. And interesting, too, they have little uh, factoids here. Final Fantasy has told me that rat tails are good. <laughs> In the 1300s, rats carrying deadly fleas on their tails oh, the behind plague. their ears all over brought the Black Plague to Europe, killing yes. two-thirds of the continent's population. Notice it's Black Plague. You never hear about the White Plague, do you? It's always the Black Plague. I, I I'm think, just saying. Well, I, I I'm think, putting that out there. I think the Native Americans call it the, the, the white plague. No, what Native Americans don't call it anything because they're gone. Go ahead. The toothbrush was invented in prison. Interesting. In 1770, London prisoner William Addis attached some bristles to a bone and invented the toothbrush. When released, he started a toothbrush business that it was immediately successful. So, Ironically he, enough, he sharpened the other, the other <laughs> end and invented the shiv. <laughs> ooh, 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 this one is pretty. Okay. Would you rather bite into a piece of chocolate... And find it filled with maggots. Okay. Or filled with pus. Maggots. Because maggots. I believe there's actually people out there that will eat a specific kind of cheese that has maggots in it. Supposedly yeah, it's supposed I think to be good for you. Yeah, I've heard that too. Either way, I would shoot myself thereafter. Uh, since 1995, there's been a 400% increase in the number of surgeons worldwide who clean wounds with maggots. I saw yeah, that on an episode of House. Oh, have you? Yeah, I saw yeah, that on way back when. Barry says there's a yellow fever. Yeah, it's called yellow fever. Yeah, it's also called China. Go ahead. Uh, would you rather? There's a nation hate for the for the show. Walk around all day with a dead mouse in your butt, or what? A dead frog in your mouth. What the hell kind of questions are these? These are weird questions. Uh, yeah, you think? There's and, and you bought this book. Oh, you a while ago, it. yeah. How much was it? Where was the? Where was the I don't care how much. The fact is, you actually looked at this book. Ten bucks. I flipped through it. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. You flipped through this book and said, you know what? I have to have this, oh, this for ten dollars American. I, look, I've got a ton of books like this. If you want, I can bring in my Forbidden Knowledge book. I love that book. Forbidden Knowledge. Yes, it tells you how to like you know how to build an atomic bomb, how to rob a bank, how to do a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of crazy stuff, how to play Russian roulette. Okay, IRC is is fully in the frog in mouth camp. I'm going to go with the what is it a mouse. I'll walk around all day with a dead mouse in your butt. I'm going to go with the butt, and the reason why is that we don't have to taste it. Now, this is interesting. This is legitimately in here. In Cleveland, Ohio, it is illegal to kill mice without a hunting license. Really? That's what the book says. And interesting enough, a group of mice is called a nest. I'd like to know what a, prompted that law. And a group of frogs is called an army. I didn't know A group that. of frogs. There's an a army. whole army. There's an army of frogs. <laughs> Your firearms are useless against them. All right, here we go. Oh, this, 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 was, this was pretty interesting. Would you rather... Be constantly depressed or constantly afraid. Depressed. Depressed? Depressed. You have to tell them depressed anyways. 
Anytime I have to watch a Browns game, I like, slip my wrists. Uh, I'll tell you what, sometimes <clears throat> I just want to slip my wrist to see just a little bit of color during the winter in this town. Everything's gray. How many more do you want to do? Uh, let's do a few more. A few more, people, okay. Apparently, IRC tends to get a kick out of this one. Would people, you rather? Depressed. Everyone's like, depressed. Depressed. I don't know. I've, I'm depressed or no, constantly afraid. A couple afraid. No, it's about even now. I, I suppose I'd, I'd have to be depressed. Depressed, there's meds for that. Good point, Andrew, Anger Badger. That, that's well, a there's, point. there's meds for being afraid, I would think, too. Are there? Yeah, it's called alcohol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. yeah, I guess that's true. Would you rather All right. be accused of discriminating against someone because of their age or their gender? Age. You'd rather be accused because of age? Yes, because it's kind of a gray line. I can probably get away with it. Uh, so the gender see. thing, she'd probably end up beating me. Oh, this one's in. In 1984, after blaming slow mail delivery on, quote, all those stupid broads we have working in the post office true. now. True. Clarence Duffy of the Dubuik, Iowa Human Rights Commission resigned his post. Age. Everybody said, okay, one gender. Andre Weiss. On Canthon. I would rather be age. accused of age than yeah. gender. Feel the, you know what? Just for the hell of it. Feel, the, feel, the, uh, feel this. That is wow. That that's is hot. really hot. Jeez. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hot. talking about. That's why this place is friggin' uh, a sauna. Oh, this, this one's interesting. All right, go on. Would you rather okay. have a Texas accent and live in New York City or... Have a New York City accent and live in Texas. Uh, Texas accent, New York City. Texas you get your ass beat if you're a, a big city slicker in New York in I, Texas. I don't know. I, I, Especially I, if you I, act I like you a New Yorker. You get your ass beat either way, really. Especially if you act like a New Yorker in Texas. Like, we don't need you liberal city douchebags. We'll beat your ass. So uh, there you go. Let's see. There were 240 pedestrian fatalities in New York City in 1994. How about that? In 1997, the ratio of New Yorkers bitten by rats to the number bitten by other New Yorkers was one in seven. <laughs> okay right. one in seven one in seven uh it looks it's pretty divided no it looks like texas a texas accent in new york I, i'd rather have a new york accent than texas really you'd rather okay if i had it yeah because i because new york city that's a tough place i like being be. in ohio we don't have accents we, we have, have we have a midwestern accent we have no accent we have a the midwest, midwest has no well, okay what's our accent midwestern what, which is what which is what i know how new york, right now. okay new yorkers and and and, and yes. new englanders don't pronounce ours it's it's chowda it's you know Get out of the Bronx. See, that's the thing. Then when okay, we go what there, is ours? we would be the one with the accent. No, we have none. That's why they can tell us who we are. Like, you have no accent. Okay, well, then clearly we're from the Midwest. We're from Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio has no accent. That's why anywhere you go and you're watching TV, most news broadcasters from Ohio, no accent. Because they can go anywhere. Midwestern is not an accent. See, thank you, Andre. Forget uh, about it. See, there you go. Barry knows. Go on. <sighs> I'll have to bring my accent book next week. And oh, show you, you do that. I will. I would love to see what how our accent is or what we I have. Will. Would you rather All right. have the CIA after you or have the mafia after you? Uh, ooh. Uh, I'm going to say the CIA because if they're after me, it's because they probably have something that they want. If the mafia is after me, it's probably because they just want me dead. Fair enough. So, things didn't go well for the Northside Gang, which is like the biggest <laughs> Irish mafia I remember, and that was Bugs Moran and company. You know, we had a big Irish mobster here in the 70s in Cleveland, Danny Green, and the Celtic Club. They actually have a movie of him coming out. I'll take your word for it. Uh, okay. Interesting quote from Woody Allen, of all people. Organized crime in America takes in over $40 billion a year and spends very little on office supplies. <laughs> but lots on baseball bats and, and ice picks. Would you rather? I'll do two more of these. Go ahead. Eat all your food liquefied and frozen like a popsicle, or 
Have strangers squish all your food like wine grapes with their perfectly clean but bare feet before you eat Popsicle. it. Popsicle. The Popsicle? Popsicle. I'm not eating it French style because that's just wrong. I hate people and I hate feet. Popsicle. Well, let me do a few for you here because I'm, I'm answering all these. All right. Okay, I noticed how you kind of glossed over the last one. What is it that we glossed over here? You want to do that one? Uh, no. Nah, well, that's yeah, what I thought. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. We'll do a couple here for Highlander because that would only be yeah, – everyone's right. like pop school, pop and school, I, pop Like school. I said, this book is so old. I don't remember all. There's 400 of these. I don't yeah, remember I, all well, I don't think we'll use the whole book because then we might get into like some kind of copyright problem here. Although I don't – I doubt we're going to get into a copyright problem. I don't think this company's around anymore. Would you rather yes. fall through the toilet hole in an outhouse or – be temporarily trapped beneath a pile of dead animals. Jesus Christ, who thinks this up? Well, I want to know. I'd like to sit in a meeting where people sat at a sat yeah, at a table. Someone, like, someone got paid to do that. I got it. Uh, uh, outhouse hole or dead rats. Okay, so um, I would probably say dead animals. So either fall through the toilet hole in an outhouse no way, or no. be temporarily trapped beneath a pile of dead animals. I'd rather be temporarily trapped in a pile of dead animals. See, IRC is really getting into this. It looks like uh, dead animal, dead animal. And yeah. Andre likes toilets, I guess. Harabon likes toilets. Ew, I think I'd rather do the dead animals. I'd rather do the dead animals. Yeah. All right. All right. Would you rather? Oh my Jesus Christ! <laughs> chew a mole off someone's neck or drink half a cup of your best friend's blood? You better say A because I don't want you near me. You're not drinking my blood. Yeah. I, I I don't. I could not drink blood at all. I mean, I've I've I licked a yeah. wound. It, it, <laughs> it tastes like copper. Uh, so I, I guess I'll have to chew a mole off somebody's face. Yeah. See, in Africa, the, the Maasai make blood shakes by inserting a straw into the neck of a living animal and sucking out the blood. Oh, my God. Okay, that sounds like, a, sounds like a vampire thing. Huh? Uh, apparently, blood is the overall really? far and away winner on this one. A bunch of Twilight fruits in here. I'd rather have the mole. I mean, at least it might <laughs> taste like chicken. I can be Robert Pattinson. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather not have an AIDS shake. Okay, Divine Justice, you can't be Robert Pattinson for a couple of reasons. One, you're fat and pale, and two, you're Korean. No way you'd be able to pull I know that blood off. has iron. I'm saying it tastes like copper. It has a coppery taste to it. What do you lick copper ingots that you know what when copper tastes like? I was little like? when like I had like a wound. I would I would lick it. And how would you know what copper tastes like? Do you lick copper? Maybe. What of it? What of it? Sucking on a battery, probably. Would you rather <laughs> have to dangle from a 1,000 foot cliff on a rope tied to a tree and choose to tie the knot yourself? Oh, that's a muffle. Wow. Or trust an eagle scout with a not tying merit badge to tie it. I would trust the Eagle Scout. I was say that's kind of a Durr? that was yeah. stupid. Yeah, Eagle Scout. I'm like, what the hell, I couldn't even Eagle survive Scout outside the, the street, let alone in the <laughs> woods. All right, well, last one. Would you rather be trapped in jail with a guard who hates you or with a cellmate who hates you? Ooh, um, I'm gonna have to say guard. Really, I would think yeah. a cellmate would have a better shot at you since you have to see him every day. You have to sleep in the same place. I mean, at least if the guards coming after you, you're gonna hear him open up the the cage. Yeah. I, I would think I would go with the guards, yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah. So anyway, um, you, did you like that? You think I thought it was interesting. It's it? different. It's yeah, not it's video different. game related, but it's funny. I don't care if it's video game related. Yeah, I, I think at this point we pretty much thrown it out the window. I'd yeah. say we're about three quarters of video game. The rest is just whatever the hell we were doing. So. That's right. We're looking at the IRC video chat. We're down to five. They're dropping like flies. Although this one's just an empty room. Nothing like having an empty room. To listen to us. There you go. Uh, we're, we're such a priority to just have it on in the background. I, I, I like to think of this as not one person listening, but there's a party going on that we can't see. And rather than having music on to entertain people, they have this show airing in the that's background. That's right. Damn right. Moving and that's on. the right move to make. 
7.30 here on the Eastern Coast of the United States. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on Verse the World Productions, vtwproductions.com. I, of course, The Emperor. You're, of course... Go on. Introduce yourself. I, but I never... You always introduce me. I know that, but I kind of feel bad. I'm the I'm, Highland. Hi, there you go. Always right. a pleasure. Did, uh, speak, okay. I, I know you just said 7.30. It is about 7.30, so you want to turn on that television, by the way. Was the game start at 7.30 or 8? Um, there might be a pregame at 7.30. Well, that, we, it's going to be muted. What the hell is a pregame now? So we can't I don't hear know. talk. I don't know. It, it, might be, it might be 7.30. It might Fine. be 8. The controller's over to your left. Hand, go ahead and hand it to me. I need the big black one, and I need the big gray one. Because I like my controllers like my men, big and black. I like to push their buttons. Hang on. I'm not sure if the the black plague comment qualifies as my racist comment of the week. I've been trying. I don't know, but but you, I can't think uh, of anything really racist to work in there. I've been uh, you just original. said you like your yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe that can that will be the racist comment of the week for myself for the show. Let me mute the TV here. My big 50 inch Samsung TV. It is quite a large television. Yes, it is. And you get the HD signal, which is good as well. Well, I have a. Oh, so I, I guess I'm, because the Brownsburg game was seven to seven thirty. So I guess I was right. Game starts at seven thirty. Uh, well, it might be the NFL pregame at that point. Hang on. Eh. No, I guess it is seven thirty kickoff. All right. So go ahead and turn that off. So we're gonna have the Browns game here in the background. Do, All right, do, now do, go ahead do. and put my controllers away. So what are we talking about now? Okay, I've got this one. Actually, I want to talk about Hulu real quick. Um, I've seen these commercials. You might have seen them here in the United States, and they've had various. Uh, um, TV personalities like Seth MacFarlane has done a lot of commercials for Hulu. Yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. it's H-U-L-U.com. And basically what it is, it's like a YouTube-type uh, website where you can go and you can watch uh, basically television shows. And it streams them to your TV or to your PC for free. Yeah. You just have to watch one or two 30-second 30, 30 uh, commercials, and you can watch whatever you want. I've, I've been there many times. Um, I've actually started doing that this week because... Oh, really? So you, you just found out about Hulu this week? Well, I, I've known about it, but I've never actually gone there. I oh, started wow. going there and actually using it this week. Um, it's amazing. There's yeah, so much stuff sw- on Yeah, no kidding. It's so a pretty sweet website. Because yeah. I was thinking about... I used to like Naruto, which was an anime. and It's a mm. you know, back in the day. And I, got, I, I lost track of it after about 50 episodes into the new series. Uh-huh. Because I just, A, didn't have the time, and B, I just didn't care anymore. I, I didn't have, you know... For whatever reason, the the fillers and well, story I mean, it, arc it is an awful long series. Yes, so and, which is good. I like a series that continues as long as it's interesting. Right. All right. The one thing that aggravates me the most about uh, anime, it's the same thing with kind of video games, is that they end way too soon, especially if they're really good. But I guess the, the you run a risk of ruining something that's awesome by taking it too long. Yeah, I, Dragon Ball I, I would I would rather have a set beginning, middle, and end. That way you, you tell your story and you're not trying to keep milking the cow again and again and trying to trying to figure out right. how to keep it going when it really should have died. I mean, there's, there are so many shows that do that where they, they shamble on like a zombie when they should have been killed off two seasons ago. I think The Simpsons have gotten close to that a couple times. Yes. I agree. You know, I love The Simpsons more than, you know, and probably more than any other show. I, so I, anyway, I can't think of anything that's been more brilliantly written or you know, carried out than The Simpsons. But I have a friend on. who writes for The Simpsons. Do you? I really do. Really? Yeah, he was the uh, class valedictorian, too. Oh, Strongsville? Yeah. Oh, nice. Very he, nice. Yeah, he, he uh, went to Harvard. He wanted to go to Harvard, which is what well, he did all this stuff in order to get into Harvard, like becoming class valedictorian, and he like volunteered at food kitchens and stuff like that. And He finally got in. He was going to be a dermatologist, and yeah. he, he ended up, like I, I talked to his parents a couple of times. I haven't talked to him since he left high school. Okay, so, so yeah, it was a friend of yours from yeah, 16 a, years ago. Yeah, it was a high school friend of mine, yeah. You talk to all your high school friends still? Uh, actually, most of them, yes. Okay, well, most of them, so there's some that you don't. Uh, only because they're in Afghanistan right now. Gotcha. So yes. Okay. So, okay. It's been about two years since I talked to. But anyway, we go on. Anyway, uh, he 
he got into the crowd and the, he started writing for the Harvard Lampoon. And he was really good at that. And he ended up being editor of the Harvard Lampoon. And if you become editor of the Harvard Lampoon, that's almost like a, you a free card to Hollywood. Right. I mean, because you're going to be writing for something for somebody. Yes. So that's, that's how he got into writing for The Simpsons. So we have him to blame for all the shoddy yeah, his, episodes of the last four His name's four uh, Matt Warburton. I'm going to write a letter to Matt Warburton and tell him that you've screwed over the franchise. Way to go. It's horrible now. Wow. Look at how much it's raining there. Oh, it's pouring ass rain. Good Lord. Well, you know what? It's hotter than hell downtown, so it's not like they're going to be you know, freezing. They're... There's nobody in the stands. Well, it's like a normal Sunday Crowd game. Crowd numbers <laughs> in the dozens, ladies and gentlemen. Tens of dozens of people. For the 100 fans who showed up at the 73,000-seat stadium. Including... I, I remember when I went to a preseason game, and it was pretty packed. Right. Uh, and then there was a free Beach Boys concert afterward. This was like really? 95. Now, this, I, I was so, this is actually what got me into being a Beach Boys fan. Like literally, the stadium emptied, and when the Beach Boys—that's exactly what I felt. You've got to be kidding me! When the Beach Boys finally came out, I—I am not making this up. This is this was old Cleveland Brown Stadium. If there were a thousand people in that stadium, I would be. That's shocked. a disgrace. That's the the most popular, most successful American yeah. rock band of all time. Unbelievable! I mean, I, I'm I, surprised. I, I understand they sell that out stadiums to this day. I understand that they're old. But, but they still sell stadiums to this day. They're no, they, they, they don't sell stadiums anymore. Well, no. well, there's two different groups. Actually. There's actually three. Is it three? three. Those two. Okay. Three. three different groups. But, uh, yeah, I was so shocked. That, like, like, it's like the Beach Who hasn't heard of the Beach Boys? That I started listening to them, getting the music. It's like, well, what do they suck? And I really liked them. And I, yeah, they're good. Beach Boys fan ever since. I actually just bought a couple of their CDs last week. I own every single one. So if you're, oh, ever, wow. if okay. you're looking for one, I can uh, burn you a copy of it. Uh I would take all of them. I think I've got their greatest hits. I think, uh, like mm-hmm. Pet Sounds is the one I would really like. Yeah, Pet Sounds is one of the best albums ever. Um, which was not successful in the time it came out. No, it wasn't. It only made it to like number 10 that year. Anyways, Hulu.com. Yes. Um, I, I like it because there's only a couple of commercials I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And for the Naruto one, is I actually watched, they have the Japanese version. I don't, at least I haven't seen the American dub version. Hmm, okay. So everyone that I found is, is the Japanese version, which I prefer because that's how I started watching the series. Okay. It's kind of like Full Metal Alchemist. Um, I started watching that series in its original Japanese, which is strange because it's so more popular in with, dub. With the well, dub, yeah. well, I mean that's to be, that's not surprising. But, you know, I mean they're speaking our language, right? So. No, I understand. Well, there, there, there are some people that hate dubs, right? They will have nothing. I know to do with the, them. the the elitist snobs. Yes. Yeah, I know. It, it's I think it's simply the way I started watching it. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I get into it. That's why I want. I mean, majority of the animes I watch. You know, just like games are English, like Code Geass we're watching. In fact, I was hoping the second series would come in today in the mail, and it didn't. Mm. If we're watching it in English. Um, I, you know, just prefer watching it as I started. Anyways, Hulu.com has so many different programs, TV programs you can watch. Yeah. And I don't watch a great deal, so and I miss a lot. So I can go to this website, pop it in, H-U-L-U.com, turn it in. It's kind of like an advertisement for it's, it. It's getting to the point now where you almost don't need a television anymore. You don't. And I think... At some point, I mean, I don't think no, not right TV away. Like but radio it, will never go away, right? I, I know what you're for it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I really, I hardly ever watch television. If I watch something, I, right. I, I go to Hulu, which I, I was surprised you were just talking about Hulu now. But I also, I also go to YouTube because YouTube has a lot of stuff I, as well. YouTube pisses me off because at least two thirds of the different videos I watch lag and skip. And I got to sit there for five minutes waiting really? for the to load. Oh, it's terrible. It doesn't happen to me. I don't have a problem. It was the same at, at Mystic Moon's house, and we would, you know, try to show something funny to somebody there that we had huh. seen. And no, but I, Hulu has no problems. Uh, it's kind of funny though when I did a Google search um, for like new real streaming, there was mm-hmm. like a ton of websites that came up, 
And a lot of them look like fan sites that are streaming, and I had no problem connecting to them. No lag, hmm. no skipping, no anything. And a lot of them are commercial free. So, But I think it's kind of funny that these companies are now releasing these well, like a week after they air in, like, say, Japan. Uh-huh. And they're releasing <clears> with English subtitles right away. So it's kind of taking the wind out of the sails of the fan sub community, which uh, there are a lot of. Yeah, there, there are quite a few, and, yeah. and Anbu and the rest of them. So, And again, I don't know what this has to do with video games, but I guess from an internet standpoint, it's kind of interesting that Hulu has so many different websites or so many different programs. Um, they have stuff up there that, just for the hell of it, I mean, things that I had heard, like the Robin Hood mm-hmm. from the BBC. Oh, that's up there too? I believe so, yeah. Nice, And nice. just weird stuff like that and just throw it up there to see what's there. It's interesting to watch. So, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's getting to the point now where you can watch anything on your computer yeah. instead of, I mean, they sell TVs now with internet access. Is what it comes out to. I mean, you can literally do anything you want with that. I mean, you can, I mean Netflix streams to your DVD player now. Yeah. Where it used to be just a, um, just a computer thing. So it, it just it's surprising to me that you can now stream almost anything uh, pretty flawlessly without without much of an issue. And I, I like that. But I wonder if we're getting. And this is actually a theory that some game company had years ago. And I remember this. Or maybe was it years ago? Maybe it was about a year ago. I think we discussed it on the show. Where there was a company that was going to release games that you could play, and it would stream right from their server to your computer. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Right. I, I forget what the name of the company was, but I remember us talking about it. And at the time, I said, you know what? I don't think anybody would ever want to do this because you're completely dependent on the person who's running the company. All your information is saved on them. The game is saved on them. You don't actually get to keep anything yourself. And I wonder, with things turning the way they are now, with you being able to watch TV, streaming it from your computer anytime you want, mm-hmm. I really wonder if that is the path we're heading down, if, if it's going to become the point where you're going to play your games streaming off of somebody's server or some company as opposed to having them yourselves. It's possible. I mean, I don't. it, it depends on the, on the connection. And, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me that my saved game is on someone else's server. I mean, there, there are even things now that you can, uh, like whole companies, that their whole company is based around saving your information on their servers in case your computer bites the big one. Yeah, you know, I can think of two or three different companies that do stuff like that. So the, the fact that someone has my saved game information doesn't really bother me that much. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's going to come down to streaming technology. I mean, is it going to, do you have a good enough connection that you can connect to their servers and it's not going to skip and lag and cause a whole bunch of different issues? And if it works, I think that's great. If not, then, you know, who knows what will happen? Well, I think the era of the... Uh Okay, there's a fumble. Yeah, then, that oh, was we a, fumbled it. Uh, well, I think the ball. I think it was way down to Well, if, if if you watch the whole play, the whole play was bungled. The uh, Delome dropped the snap. Okay, good. So I see the Browns right back to the, what they were doing. Uh, well, it is raining years. outside. You know? I played football in the rain. Did you? Yes. You you played organized football in the rain. Yeah. How many years? What grade? Two. How old? Uh, middle school. Middle school. Yeah. Yeah, and that that counts as football. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, moving on. Uh, okay, well then, come on, you played in high school? Yes. You played football in high school? Yes. This is the first I've ever heard of you playing football in high really? school. Really? Yeah. I played I played soccer, I played uh, baseball, and I played football. Interesting. Oh, we, we, we kept the... Uh, yeah, it must have been down to contact. Kept the ball, yeah. Yes. I was quite the athlete in my time, Mr. Highlander, as well, you good. well know. Good for you. You should. I knew you played baseball, but yes. I didn't know you played anything else. No, I, I played baseball to a much higher level. Um, I played soccer actually pretty competitively too, but I kind of lost interest in that after high school. So, Lucas Mom- Mamoka, Mamioka just hopped in there and said, what did I miss? Everything. We're an hour and 40 minutes in the show. What the hell do you think? We- well, nothing. We've been sitting here and just <laughs> We've been waiting at each other. for you. Yeah. 
How long? You know, we, we waited here. You didn't show up. We're like, you know what? If friggin' Lucas ain't here, then the show's just not going to go on. And we're just waiting. Now that he's here, we can get started. Wow, that rain. I hate people. Isn't it when he mentioned... Okay, they're talking about the, the Emperor's Court drinking game. Okay, here's how the drinking game works, for those who don't know. We have a lot of new listeners. Anytime any of us mention anything related to Cleveland or Ohio, like the Cleveland Browns, the Indians, the Cavs, the Ohio State Buckeyes, things of that nature, you take a drink. I don't know how it started. I do know that it's popular. And actually, I would imagine if we were looking at the people on the video IRC, we'd see people chugging drinks as we mention one thing or another. In fact, there's one dude drinking right now. So there, a couple people drinking. See, there you go. So that's the drinking game when it comes to the Emperor's Court. And we've mentioned Cleveland Browns a bunch of times. Mention LeBron. <laughs> no. No. Because then I'm going to get in trouble with Hordak and Octail for using language I probably shouldn't. Yeah. So. We went three and out. All right. So the Browns offense is right back where it was. This story I meant to do last week. I meant to get to this because this is funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And actually, I believe I picked, I lifted this off of the, uh, oh, no, no. Somebody sent this to me in an article. But I believe they probably got it off the VTW Productions forums. And a couple of us on the 1G uh, forums were actually talking about this, too. 1G, uh, clan1g.net. Uh-huh. And there's a punt. By the way, Dave Zastel's out for the season. Yes, I My heard. aunt is very good friends with his family. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Sucks for him. I mean, it's the second season in a row. Yeah. Anywho, EVE Online. This comes from MassiveLead.com. EVE player destroys over $1,000 American worth of game time. Here's how this works. Apparently, EVE Online has what a lot of MMOs do, where you, players can buy stuff um, and then use them in-game. Yes. Uh, I, I, I played EVE Online briefly. Did so you? I'm okay. kind of, yeah. I, I still have it. I just never really got into it. They keep sending me stuff. Something that they give me like uh, two weeks free and whatever. I, yeah, but. I get that from, from World of Warcraft every now and again, or I'll uh-huh. get it from um, Warhammer Online. Anyhow, this is this how this works. Do you know what an ISK is? Yeah, that's their uh, unit of... Uh, Interstellar credit. Yeah, yeah, I actually hadn't left look it up for me because I've never played it online. Yeah. So apparently you can go and buy basically what it's, it's in-game gold from various websites. Yeah, and in order to get around that, uh, CCP, which is the company that runs EVE Online, created what's called a Plex. A Plex is a 60-day game time code purchased for cash and can be converted into 32 30-day pilots license extensions. Now, how I believe in EVE Online is your character has to spend an X amount of time actually doing something online to learn how to run his ship, how to trade, how to do different yeah, things. Yeah, that's the whole game. In fact, you you never really see your character. Your character is only a, a, a portrait. Right. Your your ship basically is your character. Is your character, right. So your, your portrait, your character, is your avatar is basically learning skills. And he has to have X amount of skills to get the next biggest ship. So when you yeah, start off, pretty much. So you're, you're I have to run a tramp stuff. freighter and eventually I work my way up to a battleship of some kind. Yeah, or a dreadnought or that's whatever. A, yeah, I mean, that's a big leap. But, you know, you know mining, things like that. Yeah, now, but pretty much you're, right. you're on track. I'm trying to make it as simple as possible without getting into it. Um, right. A great deal for those who have not played the game. I, myself not is being one of them. I have never played it. I wish I'd gotten in on it. When it started, but I can I, I can give you the discs if you want to put it on there. But I, I don't know if you want to play it or not. Yeah, eh. I mean, I got so many games right now. I mean, right. MMO is not really something I'm looking to. Right, right. Especially for a game that's as old as now. This the is. the interesting thing about Eve, and I think you know this too, is it's all on one ginormous one giant server. server, right? So everyone plays with each other. So there's like 250 thousand people all on on one server, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But you know, talk about a giant sandbox. Um, <laughs> 
Anyway, so the idea behind it is you can buy either a time code, which would be it's, – it's like a game card for World of Warcraft. Like you'd be good for 60 days. Or you can convert them into two 30-day license extensions for your pilot, for your person. Anyways, um, the Plex, as they're called, can be traded to other EVE players for in-game money. You know, interstellar credits, mm-hmm. creating a legitimate way to buy um, these items without fear of being hit by the ban hammer because you went and bought it right. off of a website, you right. know, some third party company. Exactly. OK, now here's the catch. Last month, the company announced changes to allow Plex, these in-game items that you purchase for real money, to be transported in a ship's cargo. Now, that's very interesting. This meant that if a ship was transporting a pilot's licenses, when it was destroyed, the killers could literally find game time codes in amongst the loot. And I see where you're going with this. Yeah, but, you uh, know where the story's no, going. I'm sure everyone else has by now. So this continues. Quote, last night, players from Method of Destruction Corporation became the first to prove just how dangerous it can be to transport Plex in a ship's cargo. After scanning the cargo of a lone Kestrel, which I guess is a type of ship. It is. Uh, apparently a guy named Slick Dog and Victor Vegas discovered the ship was carrying a whopping 74 Plex. That means it was a pretty big ship. Unfortunately for the Trigger Happy Duo, all 74 were destroyed when they blew it up. (laughs) So they jumped this poor bastard who's just going about his business. They're pirates, I imagine. That happens all the time in in, in the game. PvPing. The whole game is PvPing. Which is why I wish I got into it when in it fact, started. In fact, there's the other thing that people do is it's instead of clans, it's corporations. Corporations, yeah. And what what people will do is they'll send in sleeper agents into the corporations, so they'll uh, they'll they'll join the corporation and right. work their way up the ranks until they're in a position of power. Right. And then they'll literally strip the corporation of all its assets. Yeah, we do that in UO. You just do that all the line all the time. It happens all the time. All the time. The time. Take everything they've got: yes. their house, the castle. You know it. Happens all the time. Anyways, to verify the kill wasn't a hoax, one of the pilots provided the killboard website with his Eve API, which I guess is like a uh, API key. This game, uh, what apparently it does is it gives you direct access to the player's private data, uh, like their recent kills, um, where they've been, things that they've done, and it comes right from the C- CCP's database, the company that runs Eve Online. Yes. What it comes down to is these bastards killed this dude, destroyed all 74 of these time codes, which could have sold for over $22 billion in-game dollars. And could have fueled an Eve subscription for six years and two months. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> the huge cash f- of licenses represented approximately one thousand two hundred ninety-five U.S. dollars worth of game time that someone had purchased. Someone bought so someone... six years worth of time, and then paid someone to ship it to them, and, and got, they got killed. Raided. Yeah, isn't that horrible? Perhaps the real winner here is the company who gets paid the $1,300 worth of game time that can never be redeemed. Some players suggest that CCP should donate the value of all destroyed Plex each year to charity and some remain to the Plex for a Haiti campaign. Okay. <laughs> that, wow, what a bastard. That's wow. That's How horrible. pissed would you be to have six out- First off, I want to know who, who actually dropped $1,300 American I don't know. on game time. I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, obviously, I don't know, but I'm hoping that it's not just all one person. That it was like a bunch of people. Like it was a corporation. Yeah, whole, like a like corporation or like just 20 people, and they, they just all happen to be on the same ship at the same time or something. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't there insurance in the game to cover stuff like this? I don't remember. It's been I don't so know if there's enough in-game like, insurance to cover $1,300 in real-world cash. I don't know if there's insurance or not. There might be. But like I said, it's been so long since I've played the game, I don't really remember. Still, 1300 bucks down the tubes. 
Divine what, Justice says when I was thinking, what was it a like pissing. a bad Chinese farmer? St. Louis scores a touchdown. Yeah, I care. Was it like a bad Chinese farmer? Do they have Chinese farmers in EVE Online? I imagine no, they there, might. there is no farming. There's mining. Mining is the closest you can get okay, to farming yeah, because it's, it's it. in space, obviously. Right. So what it is is you go to asteroid fields and you there's like you know little deposits of you know iron and blah, 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 and then you use your laser and cut them out, and then you collect them. None Left says someone bought a replica Frostmourne for $20,000 American. What? Wow. You can buy an actual metal Frostmourne for like 300 bucks. I, I don't know that I believe that. Uh, none left. If you can find the link to that story, I'd love to rail on that for, idiot. For 170 Yeah. I no, know. I mean for $20,000. If somebody actually bought a, a Frostmourne replica for $20,000, I, I would don't like know. to beat that guy. This is a few years back. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I heard about a guy <laughs> who bought the friggin' Buster Sword for like fifty grand. Some people Back say, in 1998. Some argue that. I've heard that Sephiroth's Mazamuni went for like $100,000. It was made of like cardboard. It would have well, to I be. I swear you couldn't carry it. it. That's what I don't get. Every the thing year is I like see... eight feet long. You, you, you couldn't swing that legitimately. Every year I see this. Every year I go to these, like, these uh, big conventions, these anime conventions, and there's always like five or six arms dealers. This year's like ten. And I'll tell you the other thing, too, is there was very little in the way of Yaoi Yuri. There's like one really? booth that I saw. Everything else was gone. And I remember a few years ago, I remember mentioning on these airwaves, or at least, I'm sorry, the 1G network when we were on it, that there was like eight or nine booths as soon as you walked through the door, all Yahweh hmm. and Yuri. They were everywhere. This year, one. Wow. Now, I don't know if there were some that were selling it, keeping it under wraps, and just weren't advertising it. Part, There's one I, guy advertising, and that's it. I, I know that several of them do keep it under wraps, just because of the, the graphic nature of it all, that you can't just like walk up and look at it, obviously, but uh, I know with Ohio Con it was like that for a couple of them, but... So maybe that was the case, but still. As well as I think they should keep any of that, any of the hentai stuff under wraps. Straight or home, I don't care which. $1,300. Of, of America, yes. Down the drain. Unbelievable. Anyways, these jackasses, every year, I see it, they actually come in here, and somebody is selling a, an actual replica metal Maz Mooney sword. Mm-hmm. It's like eight feet long. And there's this huge, giant-ass box they got to buy and carry all the way back to their hotel room. I don't know how the hell they get in the elevator. And you're right. I, uh, the scabbard alone. I mean, how the hell can you draw the thing? It's a I don't game. Know. It, it, yeah, it's a game. It's some some things you have to take with a little grain of salt. I mean, you can't even take that into if you wanted to cosplay as one of these guys. You can't even take it into the into the convention. No, because it'll allow no. live steel. Right. Yeah. Well, I, even even if you make the replica, it's still it's still pretty dangerous. Right. I mean, if you're, I guess if you're going to display it on your wall at home, I mean, you're going to be that kind of guy. I, I got a replica Gladius in my, you know closet back here but i bought i mean i didn't buy it but i won it in a tournament right that's kind of cool it comes with a display case and i guess i could sharpen it if i wanted to that's a little more practical to defend what are you my gonna, house yeah <laughs> you're not going to defend your okay, okay if somebody uh, breaks in my house what do you think it's going to be scared of a baseball bat in my hand or 21 inches of cold steel well when he's carrying a gun, gun yeah, I'm well, that's say, just it. yeah i'm gonna say it doesn't matter i don't i like guns will not have them in my house i got a paintball gun and that's about it did I tell you the story about Halloween? I got in trouble with that one time. You got in trouble with your paintball gun? Oh, yeah. Is that because it looked too realistic? Uh, no, actually. Um, I was a little, uh, I was a dirtbag in high school. Um, we had, this is, I think it was like 17. No, I was 18. Uh, yeah, it would have been 17. I didn't turn 18 until March. Is this, is this story time with them? Yes, it's story time with them. Right. Uh, okay, do we have a little thing? I, I, I was just going to bring that up. I think you do. Yeah. Uh, story. There it is.
beer, sit back and relax, and he'll spin you a tale. It's story time with Emperor. Okay, story time with me. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Divine Justice was a dirtbag. Shut up. Friggin' Korean. You're only in Diamond League in like one league, slacker. Get back to laddering. Frozen paintballs. No, I told that story already. Um, yeah, I used to freeze my uh, freeze the paintballs the night before a match, or the night before I was going out with my friends. Then I'd take them. Freeze the paintballs? Yes, I would freeze the paintballs. Dude, you were a douchebag. Oh, <laughs> God. I was a dick and a half. I would freeze the paintballs, and then I'd put them in the containers, and I'd put them in a cooler, and then we carried them out to the field where we'd use them. So they would, when they would hit, they didn't necessarily break, but by God, you felt it when they hit you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wasn't quite hitting with marbles, but close enough. No. Um, this was, I think it was like 17. This was back in the day uh, when I was at my parents' house. And we have this, this overhang over our front porch. This was during Halloween. So I, would, I dressed all in black, and I climbed out the uh, second-story uh, window and laid down on top of the um, – and, and you've, you've seen the parents' house. You know what I'm talking about. And I laid it on the overhang on the roof. And every so often I'd wait till a bunch of kids came up, and I didn't actually load the paintball gun with any paintballs. I just put the CO2 on it. So when I pull the trigger, it's still expressed in the air, and it makes a loud report, like bam, 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 like a real gun. Okay. So you can see where this is going. So No, I didn't shoot little kids. Not, not quite. Um, I would wait for them to come up and trick-or-treat, and I made sure I didn't do it all the time because you, it was pretty loud. It's at night, and we're in the development. Sure. So people are probably wondering what the hell the popping sound is. But I would wait for like a bunch of kids, and I would make sure there weren't any parents with them because I didn't want to get like screamed at. Of course. Because it was just – this is very questionable as to if this was actually legal to do. <laughs> And I have a feeling if I tried it this year, I you know in today's day and age, I would not get away with it. But I I'd wait to say trick or treat, and I listen to my mom say, "Oh, such a cute outfit." And I'd wait like a second or two, and I can hear like bags rustling. Then I'd lean over with the overhang with the gun, like look out, like bam, 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 right behind them. <laughs> their kids like candy flying everywhere. They go like ah, kids running everywhere, dropping their candy, their costume, their their masks are flying off. They're running like hell. This was awesome. <laughs> I did it three or four times. Like, bam, 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 run, run, run. Somebody's got a gun. Everyone's scattering. Thank <laughs> God nobody called the cops. My mom is screaming, what the hell are you doing up there? Get down. Oh, uh, oh, the David, get down here. What are you doing up there? So I would make, make it sound like I went back inside the house and I'd wait again. Well, it got a little out of hand. Uh, <laughs> nobody, called the, nobody called the cops. What happened was <laughs> this this parent came up and i must not have seen him because they didn't come up the driveway they came from the left side of the house from one house to the other they crossed okay. over the yard uh-huh. did not see them come up the driveway uh and i i kind of feel bad to this day and she had i think it was like a six-year-old boy and like a four-year-old girl and they were dressed up as clowns um i'm sorry no wait, what? oh no he was batman because he had a mask on and the little girl was a clown and they walk up to the front of the, and I, I heard them say, trick or treat, and they sound like little kids. I'm like, you know what? I haven't done this in a while. So it's been like 20 minutes since my last one. And so I figured, all right, I'll do one more before I head out of here. So sure enough, I hear little bags rustling. I hear little candy drop into them. And I lean over. I'm like, run, run, it's out of gun. Bam, 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 bam. Well, the kids like start screeching. The little girl um, peed herself. Scared oh herself so much. Oh, the little boy dropped his candy and ran. And the mother's the mother's still there. She's actually standing there. I didn't know. I didn't see her. So she's like, "Come back, get down." He's kind of gone. What, what the hell's going on? She doesn't know what's going on. My mother's like, "No, no, it's all right. It's just my son. It's a paintball gun. You're fine. You're fine." This kid ran like three doors down, banging on the neighbor's door, who was not handing out candy. Telling and when they answered it, apparently what ended up happening was the neighbor actually answered the door, and the kid said, "Some guy's got a gun. He shot my mom." 
Oh my god! So I mean, at this point, so, the mother runs up and grabs the kid. This the lady three doors down, who I hated her guts to begin with, is about to call the police because she thinks this kid's mother's been shot. Yeah, I got. Way to go! I got in. So I ended up having to cut uh, uh, this lady's lawn like all summer long to kind of make up for it, like wow. the following summer. Wow! Oh, I was a little, I was a little dick. That was my mother grounded my ass. No car, no friends, no anything for like a week. It probably should have been longer, but I kind of weaseled my way out of it. Oh my god! But uh, I, yeah, I wasn't Someone able to use shot my, my mom. Well, that's, apparently that's what he ran up. I wasn't there. That's what the neighbor told me. I should have been lying. She said, "Oh, this little boy in his costume was banging my door and said somebody shot his mom. And you please call the police." I'm like, okay. And the little girl Peter saw him is, is crying all there. And of course, we had to let her in the house and clean her up and let her use the bathroom and let her wipe off. And we gave her like this giant bag of candy because I mean she can't go trick or treating at this point. She just beat herself. Okay, people in Irish here ask me, was it worth it? Well, you tell me. Was this not one of the more epic stories you've heard? <laughs> yeah, I must have, might have gotten in trouble, and I might have been you know, hated universally by half the neighborhood for a couple of years, but I've got stories for a lifetime, dude. That's <laughs> the greatest story ever. And that's what counts. Yeah, that's right. It's all about life experiences. Oh, but uh, yeah, I, I, this would have been awesome had the mother not been there, and I did not know. All I saw was like, the two, I thought like one of the little kids, and I knew there was. I mm-hmm. heard him talking. Gotcha. Drink or treat. So, <laughs> Grimhound, and that was Emperor's first encounter with the Kennedy family. Oh, that's just almost get it good as blackmailing Santa. Oh my God, I forgot. I told you guys the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never live that one. People Poisoning at work know Santa that one. Clauses. Yeah. What the, what the hell was wrong with you when you were little? <laughs> All right, now hang on. There's like a ten year difference between the two you didn't events. Show up, you didn't grow up to be Dexter or something <laughs> like that. Heck, you probably are Dexter. Emperor is evil. So evil. I'm it. not evil. I just have evil tendencies. There's a difference. Look, like I said, it's all about life experiences. I, that's one of the best stories that I've got to tell. At the time, was I in trouble? Oh yeah. Did I think you know I would be you know killed for it? Probably. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it, I yeah I. I cannot say publicly that I think it was worth it, only because I'm sure it would get me into more trouble. So I, I will just say that knowing what I know now, being the mature adult that I am, I would not have done that uh, uh, knowing what I know now. Probably. <laughs> At least I would have made that sure no. that I could have gotten away with it uh, if I could. <laughs> so there you go. So there's a story. <laughs> Jeez. Nothing wrong with being evil. On, well, on that note... What are we going to talk about now? I've got a couple things actually. I have to get to, but I, I'm still yeah. surprised that somebody actually dropped this kind of money, thirteen hundred bucks 1300 on game. Bucks. You know what? I thought we covered this. I remember ranting and raving about this in one of the Emperor meltdowns, and some guy in Australia was it Australia, who spent like thirty thousand dollars in Eve Online to have his own space station built for him by the company. And there's another dude. I vaguely remember you t- saying there was another like guy who dropped like a hundred grand to have his own private private continent. Put into some other MMO, one we don't have here in the United Second States. Second Life, man, was that it? I, I, I honestly don't remember. I remember the story. I don't remember the game, but I don't think it was a game that we had here. Um, the Frostborn article. Hang on, let's open this up here. Nunlev has found what he claims is the Frostborn from April of two thousand eight. Holy crap! A replica of Arthas's Frostborn sword was recently auctioned off, ending up in the hands of wealthy Italian Warcraft fan. Zeophonics for the sum of $20,700. Along with this gorgeous steel reproduction of the famed weapon, 
Zeophonics also earned a spot in Arthras's Army of Disciples. Though whether this guarantees him any dark powers or hordes of undead followers is still in question. I.e., no friends. Uh, Xenophonics's identity is unknown, though the high price tag comes as no surprise in light of World of Warcraft's epic player base, which includes many wealthy celebrities. That's true. I know that... Uh, I don't know wealthy, but... Uh, I know Dave Chappelle plays Warcraft all the time. I know. Uh, I and think Hale, House, uh, David Hasselhoff does as well. Does he really? I believe so. I know there's there's a couple girls that um, play World of Warcraft as well. Like really hot ones. You'd be shocked that are into that kind of thing. And I can't remember their names for the life of me. I know back in the day, Robin Williams and uh, Steven Spielberg played Quake 1. Did they really? Allegedly, I played against one of them in a tournament, although I was never able to confirm that was really them. Mm. But I remember, um, in fact, I think Robin Williams talked about it in one of his... Uh, TV appearance with somebody. He played Quake? Yeah. Interesting. And he actually went to a dorm at some college near where he lived uh, and played in a LAN party. Oh. And it was talking about how he got smoked so bad because his <laughs> kids would have like fighter pilot well, you reflexes. Know, when, when you go to college and you play Quake for 18 hours a day, you tend to be pretty good at it. Vin Diesel, apparently. Oh, it's uh, Myla Kunis. That's it. Yes. Yeah. 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 She plays World of Warcraft. I, well, she. I mean, I bought the game and installed it. Does that really mean you're playing it? No, no. She's, she's playing it. Newton Lepp says, what the Emperor said, I always thought the gene pool needed a lifeguard, and I believe that. How do you really, I mean, how would you kind of hide your your identity? I guess if you're on Ventrilo, I would well, think somebody might recognize your voice. Well, you, you don't use Ventrilo, you just play. Well, you've got to use Ventrilo. I mean, if you're you don't have to game, use Ventrilo. You, you do, if you're going to be in a guild. And actually, well, then you, you're not in a guild. You don't have to be in a guild to play. Right, but then you World miss out on half of the game is dungeons that require a guild. Yeah, really? Yeah, I know really. Vin Diesel just, says, uh, again. You just hang around. and if, if you play that much, you just hang around and wait for a group of people. William Shatner. William Shatner plays Well, he does games? the commercials. The Night Elf Mohawk. No, you're Mr. thinking T. of Mr. T. No, no, William Shatner did it. Yeah, he's done a commercial for uh, Warcraft. Hang on, I'll pull it up. Are you sure? Yes. William Shatner? Yes. All right. I'm, and the Mini Dude and... Dragon Age, that's right, Dragon Age 2 is coming out. I am looking forward to that. Uh, William? I'll tell you what, the, the more I play Western Shit, RPGs, man. the more I realize how much I hate the Japanese RPGs, because it's the same damn game over and damn over again. Yeah, here it is. He's a shaman. I don't think I've ever seen this. Right, really? No, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm being serious. See, there it is. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's a shaman, at least. Yeah, at least he, that's what yeah, he claimed. Yeah, I have never. Now, the Ozzy Osbourne ones I've, I saw. Yeah. But, no, I never. Unbelievable. So. Yeah. Never saw. That's the first I've seen this. I honestly don't know how many different World of Warcraft ones there are. Jean-Claude Van Damme? He's, really? Oh. He's in France. Okay, so, okay, it's, it's, okay. so it's for France. Yeah, he's in the EU, so, yeah, he's a mage, apparently. And apparently he's a troll uh, mage. Okay, so we know where his did career I, went to. Did I use that joke? I gotta look at something for a second. You know what? That reminds me about the Expendables. We talk about all like the badass guys. I, I, I saw the Expendables. Did you? I have not yet seen. You've I have. Not yet to, seen I have it? to. I haven't had the time. I I'm of mixed feelings. It you didn't go there for a show. You didn't go there for the story. Well, no. The the problem is that I mean, if 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 you saw. The recent Rambo movie, right? It literally is the exact, exact same, same thing. Movie. Yeah. Literally. Well, I was thinking about this because we were we were naming the different action stars that were not in the movie and the reasons why, like Sean Claude Van Damme yes. and uh, Carl Weathers and Carl Weathers, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. There's one that we did not mention. Um, okay, let me see if I can. The think. biggest one of them all. The biggest one of them. And all? I cannot 
um, I cannot believe we forgot this guy. We, as famous as he is on the interwebs, and we did not mention his name. Are you? I I, I I'm going to guess where you're going. I don't I don't know if I would put Chuck Norris in that yes. genre as an uh, action hero. Well, in, you've got to be in that me, Yeah, but Chuck Norris never used guns and stuff like that. But of course, doesn't matter. They, they did Jet have, Lee. They did have Jet Lee or so friggin' I, um, uh, Stratham. He, he's used guns before. Uh, yeah, but, okay, but was he known for guns or martial arts? I, I think he's just known for being a, a okay. British badass. Chuck Norris was friggin' come on. It's no, Chuck I'm, Norris. I'm not, I'm not against Chuck Norris. He doesn't need guns. He just he's Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. And it's Chuck Topia or whatever he wanted to build. Who the hell did he throw at you? I brother? have no idea. It wasn't a Browns player. But I, I, I tried looking around, and I could not find a reason as to why... He was not in the movie. You're not asked. Uh, why wasn't? I don't know. He probably just wasn't uh, thought of. Uh, or maybe he's he's retired from acting. I mean, he is he is getting up there in age. They're all getting up there in age, dude. That's the point. That's why I can do it now before they're all in wheelchairs. Divine Justice says the Final Fantasy 14 beta sucked uh, about as much as Final Fantasy 11. Well, I could have told you that. I, I never played the online ones, and I never will. Yeah, I I, I played Final Fantasy 11 for the the free month that they gave, I, which sucks. I had to buy the game, uh-huh. which was sixty bucks. And I got it for the PC, got it home, installed it, and it took four hours to patch. Are you serious? Well, the game had been out in Japan for like three years. So they've, they've patched it that much. They yes. Had a, wow. And, I mean, there's extra content and everything else, but it took forever to patch. When I finally got in there and started playing it, it sucked. Really? It was harder than hell. Nobody spoke English. I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing. Wow. It was a very, very steep learning curve. And after the first month expired, I'm like, F this. I uninstalled. Never played it again. I like... Chuck Norris lost his virginity before his father. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That, that's that's a pretty good one. I'm gonna I file that one away. I have not heard a lot of Chuck Norris uh, uh, jokes as of late. So I, uh, I had a friend who had uh, like a book of all the you know Chuck Norris jokes. It's pretty good stuff. Jesus could walk on water, but Chuck Norris can swim through land. <laughs> and here they come. No, the patch system. It's not that they patch so much. as Square Enix doesn't know how to run a doesn't know how to program a PC game. Well, you know, and that's that's very possible too because they're a console based company. They're not really into PC gaming. I mean, the Final Fantasies they released for the PC were fine, but they were ports of the original. So, right. Chuck Norris is a great or greater or less than greater than Emp. Uh, fail. Okay. So we need to take a break. It's already after eight o'clock, right. another hour. So we're gonna take another break, folks. We'll be back here in a few minutes, and then we've got what do we got coming up? The quickening, quickening, stupid video game, game moment. Yeah, so we got to do that. Uh, a couple more articles to get to. We gotta be out here at nine o'clock, folks. I have to be out of here very early tomorrow morning, and I have to go and pack some things tonight. So uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back, do a couple more segments, and then we're out of here. Back in a few.
Come listen now, me true men to my simple rhyme For it tells of a young man put off in his prime A soldier and a statesman who laid down the law And to die by the roadside in Lone Vale, Nablar When barely sixteen to England crossed door For to work as a boy in a government store But the volunteers call, he could not disobey So he came back to Dublin to join in the fray At Easter 1916 when Pierce called them out The men from the Dublin Battalion rode out And in the post office they nobly did show How a handful of heroes could outfight the foe To Stafford and Jails transported they were As prisoners of England they soon made a stir Released before Christmas and home once again He branded all comrades together to train Thyleran assembled our rights to proclaim Suppressed by the English, yet think it a shame How Ireland's best and bravest were harried and torn From the arms of their loved ones and children newborn At Easter 1916 when Pierce called them out The men from the Dublin Battalion robbed out and in the post office, they nobly did show how a handful of heroes could outfight the foe. For years, Mick eluded their soldiers and spies, for he was the master of clever disguise. With the custom house blazing, she found was no use, and soon Mother England had asked for a truce. Oh, when will the young man a sad lesson spawn? That brother on brother they never should torn. Alas, that is split in our ranks here we saw McCollins stretched lifeless in Lone Vale, Nablar. At Easter 1916, when Pierce called them out, the men from the Dublin Battalion rode out. And in the post office, they nobly did show how a handful of heroes put out fight the foe. Oh, long will old Ireland be seeking in vain Ere we find a new leader to match the man slain A true son of Grania, his name long will shine Oh, gallant Mike Collins, cut off in his prime At Easter 1916, when Pierce called him out The men from the Dublin Battalion rode out and in the post office, they nobly did show how a handful of heroes would outfight the
called himself you-know-who, just invited you to a secret wink-wink at the you-know-what. You certainly are popular now that you're a stone-cutter. Oh, yeah. Beer bust, beer blast, keggers, steinhoist, AA meetings, beer night. It's wonderful, Marge. I've never felt so accepted in all my life. These people look deep within my soul and assign me a number based on the order in which I joined. Who controls the British crown? Who keeps the metric system down? We do. We do. Who keeps the blackness off the maps? Who keeps the Martians under wraps? We do. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hello there. My name's Aspit. Before you guys get back to listening to the illustrious emperor, I just want to remind you that you're listening to The Emperor's Court only on vtwproductions.com. I have a microphone, but I can't promise I'm not retarded. To profit, so I will charge you more for modern warfare. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here to the Emperor's Court here on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Now we're back here to the final 45 minutes of the show. Actually, about 40 minutes. There are actually a couple of topics I want to get to, the mailbag being one of them. We have the quickening yet to get to. People have been asking about that. Yeah. Oh, we, we've got that. So I've got the stupid video game moment if, if we get to that. Let's do that right now, oh, actually. Okay. And then I'll get sure. to the mailbag, and then we'll do the quickening, and then we'll wrap it up with whatever else we've got left right. over. So hang on. Let me uh, pull the stupid luckily, video. Luckily, this one's a short one, so it's not going to take All right, let's long. do it. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Alright, buddy, what do we got? Nintendo's Game Boy has undergone many changes and redesigns over its long and healthy life. So much so that there are well over 100 million of the suckers in existence across the world. There's 100 million Game Boys? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Bearing this in mind, gamers in 2001 were super hyped to get their hands on the new full-color 32-bit incarnation known as the Game Boy Advance. Promising power in games that surpassed the classic 16-bit SNES, the Game Boy Advance shipped in Japan in March 21st, 2001, and later in June across into the United States. Unfortunately, gamers immediately noticed a number of major design flaws. The gorgeous 2.9 reflective color LCD display integrated into the hardware was nigh on impossible to see without the aid of a retina-burning light source poised over over the player's shoulder. Yep. The lack of backlight made us angry. So angry that people petitioned Nintendo to fix the problem. One industrious fellow actually made a homebrew solution called the Afterburner, and some of us stopped using our GBAs entirely. But the issues don't stop there, no sir. You see, the GBA was designed with two shoulder buttons and two regular buttons, whereas the myriad of SNES-ported games and newly developed titles alike were simply screaming for a four-face button, two-shoulder button configuration. Yeah, it's just, not that hard. Just like the old SNES joypad. How in the name of Ryu's Hadouken are you supposed to play Street Fighter with four buttons instead of six? Simple answer, you aren't. 
Nintendo forgets a backlight and two buttons on the Game Boy Advance. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I'm trying to think which Game Boy... I had the Game Boy Advance, but I had the one that was kind of like a... Like a Star Trek communicator would open up and it had a backlight to it. Yeah, what that was, was that the. Um, I have that as well. That's the special edition. That's the one where they basically corrected all the problems. Really, I thought it had a. Okay, then, yeah, that's the one I got. It was a Game so. Boy Advance yes. special. It almost looks like a little mini laptop. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. One that and it's the only Game Boy actually that I own was that was that system. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was actually. Yeah, I got the platinum. G- I got the pla- the platinum Game Boy Advance. Is what I had. Yeah, yeah, I was I was actually just playing Metroid Fusion on there like two weeks ago. See, that's why I just play the games on the computer just much easier. Uh-huh. Um, and then I went out and I actually got a GameCube so I could play it on my big screen. So actually playing on a TV. And I got I got like a game for like twenty bucks, and then I bought the adapter, so it's nice, nice. Nice. So there was that. Um, let's do the mailbag. All right. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I did that. Uh, I yeah. do have a few that I've actually kind of deleted. and I wish I still had them. I, I wanted to get to them and responded to them. Um, uh, you did go back. Nope. Go go back to four. <laughs> On the level, third left. There column. we go. There it is. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? All right, for today's mailbag. We already read off of the uh, today's haiku by Angry Badger. I have to go back into my email. We we're actually looking at my StarCraft II stats, which is kind of leading into what we're going to discuss here today in some of these uh, emails. Oh, why is it bouncing? All right, I'm in. I don't know. There we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow, really? There's a, there's a, good Lord. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, Angry Badger has another haiku. Highlander F off, you dick sucking MF. I can't really say these. This ain't that easy. Is that right? Dude, not cool to disrespect people. I disc, disc. Do not cool to disc f off you dick sucking motherfucker. No, that, yeah, this ain't that, right? that easy. But he makes it look pretty easy. I couldn't write haikus like that. Uh, let me see if I can think. Um, dude, <laughs> angry badger, have you considered perhaps therapy? Real quick, <laughs> dude. Not cool to disc disc people who contributes to your show as much as possible. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's why it's my show and not yours. <laughs> this will, of course, prompt another one, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, more haikus to come. Are we going to have like a haiku off now? Uh, it looks like we're headed that way. All right. Just understand, <laughs> what, what, whatever you start, sir, I'll finish. Okay. This one coming in from uh, Grammaton, who uh, there was two people. Actually, I got a lot of email. I actually deleted most of them because they were pretty repetitious that actually yeah. agreed with one degree or another about my thoughts on starcraft uh-huh. and the basic thought was last week i had said that starcraft 2 launched you know short of many things that that other t- other titles in the activision blizzard line have had right like clan support you know chat rooms balance decent maps and you know I, look I, and, and it may be possible mm-hmm. but I, I was just telling you off off the air that i can't even tell looking through my myriad of useless stats in StarCraft II on Battle.net as to how many games I've won as one particular race. Like, I play random. Right. Now, I've got 80 <clears> games played. I've got 48 wins. So I've got 48 wins, 32 um, 
uh, losses. Right. Okay. Okay. But not all of those are random. I, mo- I think most of them are. The problem is I can't tell how many I've got. There's no thing. I mean, that, I that is kind of strange that you can't see how many wins and right. losses you've gotten per race. Warcraft Three shows me that. I mean, it showed me, and, and it may be there. I mean, but if, 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 if Zerum looked, else, I looked. Yeah. Friggin' Black Mini looked. None of us could. I mean, dug around and, and we could not find. it. I mean, that that seems to be kind of obvious because then it would just tell you right then and there. Okay, well, I'm not a good Terran player, but Protoss, right. I kick ass, so I'm going to use Protoss a lot more right. than, than normal. So having said that, I got a couple of emails in here. I'm not going to read the the emails that that agree with us because that's not really fun, and they agree with us. This is much more interesting than these two guys who didn't. This is from Grammaton. Educate yourself before you speak, you fool. Wow. He, I, he's a fan, apparently. Wow. I am disappointed of you, Emp. You spoke right out of your arse, and you said some extremely sensationalistic garbage. If you truly believe that StarCraft II is StarCraft I with better graphics, then you don't know anything about StarCraft in general. Well, actually, that's what I said, not you. I, I don't right. know if you agreed with me or not, but that's that's what I said. Uh, it, so. it certainly feels that way. It does that feel it, that it's, way. Yes. And like I said, I don't think that's a big deal. And we're not the only people that made that. that no, a lot of people said saying the same that. thing. Yeah, and like I said, I don't think that's a big deal. StarCraft right. One's a hell of a game. And that's fine. Yeah. You can't run into StarCraft Two and start spamming Siege Tanks and Thors as an homage to StarCraft One's Tanks and Goliaths. You will probably get raped by Broodlords. Jesus Christ, if you spend more than 30 seconds in the forums, if you spend more than a minute watching replays, absolutely yes, you can spam Thors. I've fought against it at least a dozen times. And no, attacking the Broodlords is not the answer. I got news for you. If you have Marines with Thors, or just Thors, I've played guys in 3 and 3 battles. And of course, this is not one-on-one. Sure. I'm talking 3 and 3. Who had like two dozen Thors? Uh-huh. I've, I've played some uh, single-player games where the guy got 8, 9 Thors. And, oh no, God. absolutely you can, and people do it. So don't oh. hand me that crap. Yeah, you're damn wow. right. Lies and slander. Completely forgot the Emperor's score. Deuce X again shows up late. What? Just watch this uh, replay on oh, the Browns game. Yeah, Ben Watson pulled in a one hander, but he just just was right out here. Watch this. Just right outside of the end zone. Look at this. Um, Look at it. Pulls this in while it's wet, no less. Does he have it? That's oh, a touchdown. Well, he yeah. has it, but he said the the his feet were said he was out of bounds. Okay. That's a hell of a well, catch. I don't know. I think that's, it looks like his feet are in. I don't know. I, I, guess I would challenge yeah. you, but I guess you know. Still, that's Thor's versus Immortals. Anyway. Thor's lose. Yeah, you got to get to Immortals first, buddy. You're playing toss. Trust me, Terran's moving a lot quicker, and that's kind of the point where it comes to balance. Is that Terran's have a hard counter, a good counter for any. It's challenging. He's okay. challenging. It, it has a counter for everything. It's not as easy for Protoss, and it's really difficult for Zerg. So don't hand me that crap. Absolutely you can't, and it happens all the time. Spend one minute. I'm disappointed in you, Graniton, that you didn't bother to look around or talk to anybody. Continuing on. If you go with Mutalists and Zerglings because it works in Brood Wars, you will get raped by sentries and sentries and a lot of sentries because they're awesome. Well, I don't know that I necessarily got into a great deal of strategies for every single race. Mm-hmm. That isn't the kind of, this isn't a strategy-type show. No, no. But I imagine, yes, if you went Mutas and Zerglings, yeah, you might get raped. Then again, you might actually succeed and do you know to reduce your opponent to ashes. I don't know. That's not a, a strat I use for Zerk. Right. My point is, you don't know squat about the high level games, really. I'm in two platinum and a diamond, Grammaton. What leagues are you in? Continuing on. Oh, and a gold. Continuing on. I am sure that you will catch a complete noob off guard with mass speedlings or mass zealots in the bronze, silver, gold league, but the crap won't fly in the diamond league. Okay. Well, in here. You have a problem. If you have a great many diamond players and a great many professional players who are always screaming about the same thing when it comes to Terran's overpoweredness, all right, that also is fact. Again, I'm disappointed in Grammaton had you spent more than 30 seconds researching any of this. The second thing is, what do you think the vast majority of people play in? Diamond League or everything else? 
So things might be balanced a little better in the Diamond League against somebody of a lower quality. That may work. The vast majority of people, not so much. I'm in a Diamond League. I'm in two Platinum Leagues. At least I was in Diamond. I haven't played that one in a while, so I may have gone down. But I know for a fact I'm in two Platinum and one Gold. So it's not like I'm a noob. And I've only played, what, 50 games? Well, I'm, I've got 50 wins. I've played 80 games. So it's not like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. you want to compare uh, stats any time, let me know. And blame my wife. She had me on the phone for 45 minutes. Why are you talking to your wife on the phone for 45 minutes? Can't you just walk in the room and tell her to shut up? Uh, yeah. oh. Divine Justice. I haven't lost to Zurich in about the last 10 games of Protoss. It's very difficult. Yeah, and Diamond, DJ's in Diamond League, but I think he gets a pass because he's Korean. I, I think it's just a given that he's in that. It's in their blood. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. That and very quickly, baseball is coming up. Somebody, some South Korean actually emailed me and said they were going to send me in. Uh, I told you about this, the Incheon Wyverns jersey. No, no. Yes, there's a base professional baseball team in Incheon, okay. South Korea. Incheon? Yeah. Yes, Incheon. And they're going to send me a uh, baseball jersey. Mm. Uh, it, it hasn't arrived yet. They said they were going to. And they're the Incheon what? Wyverns. Wyverns? Okay. Yes. Okay. Like a dragon. Yes. I would suggest you take the time to actually watch Brood Wars Pro Games and then some StarCraft II Pro Games for comparison before you open your mouth. And last but not least, the units required for popular... Br- yes. Oh, it is a touchdown, so they did reverse it. Ah! Told you. And last but not least, uh, da, 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 these are key units for Brood War strategies that aren't in StarCraft II. Medics, Goliaths, Lurkers, Defilers, Science Vessels, Vultures, Reavers, and Arbiters. Okay, well, the Vultures are kind of in it. That's what the Hellion is. The Medics have the Medical Vac ship. Goliaths are supposed to be Thors. Science Vessels, it's double duty that's done now by the Sentry and the uh, Ghost. So, yeah, they didn't remove units. They simply replaced a lot of what they did with other units. So blow it out your ass. Uh, I know you have the medical dropship, but that just just pales in comparison. You're right. Medivac, Medics, pales. It's a Tier 3 unit from the Starport, which requires a factory. Okay, yeah, but you don't have to build anything onto the starport to build the medevac. Again, blow it out your ass. With the bile out of the way, it's great that you are finally back, and that guy Hunter is also there. Much hey, love, Gramatron. <laughs> okay, well. It's great that you're back, and uh, that Highlander guys are stopping about All right, this one from Idella, who decided to fact-check my show, which I... Wow, you, you're going to read all of that? No, I'm not. I'm going to have to oh, okay, paraphrase a lot say, of this. He actually went say. bullet form, A through F. Which, of course, wrote him a nice email back, because half of this is he's talking out of his ass. He, of course... It has no links, no references, no anything. I, that's the first yeah, fact if, check. If he's fact checking it, what are your sources? Okay, he says a real idea was actually only for the forms, and it was an optional feature. You still have character friends. Real idea was totally optional feature. Aside from okay, this is not true. They put it in there on the forms. Yes, it was not an option to remove it. It was done. You had it, and you had no choice. So that's wrong. And two, real idea is in StarCraft Two. I mean, it's not hard. Look at your profile. B. StarCraft 2 has actually sold 1.5 million copies in Europe alone in the first week. Okay, well, I don't know where you're getting that stat. Of course, you failed to provide anything, but I'm quite certain that Blizzard said they sold 1.5 million copies in opening week, 100, 1 million, I'm sorry, 100 million, blah, 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 blah. 1 million hard copy, 500,000 digital download, and that was just, you know, around here, worldwide. Okay. Moving on. No, I said it was 3.5 million, I think is what they said. Did total. you? Okay. Yeah. I don't actually remember. Well, whatever. Move on. Yeah. Beshak's example was a very poor one. This is the dude, this is the Blizzard employee. He's saying that the example of, of this guy who they found his, his home address, his home phone number, his work phone number, mm-hmm. when he posted with his real name on the forums and said, all right, now see what you guys can do. You guys are blowing this out of proportion. No, it's exactly the right example. 
Anybody who posts, okay, what if help? What happens if Mila, if you know, Mila Kunis happens to play uh, Brood Wars or play StarCraft Two? Okay, well now you know what our character is. You now you know who's, who you're playing against. You're gonna tell me that kind of person that could take no un, no amount of harassment or a person's name? Absolutely, it's a good example. That's a prime example. And if it wasn't, Blizzard wouldn't have done a 180 on their discu- on their uh, idea on it the next day, like a week later. So okay, well we're gonna remove it. We're gonna make an option. No kidding. Moving on. D, now agree that Battle 2.0 is bad, but he goes on to say that they're going to be putting in stuff uh, like, uh, you know, chat and clan support. Yeah, I well, know why, that. Why didn't it come out when it That's came out? Exactly. Why, why do you have to Every do other game fact. had it. Yes. Warcraft 3 had it. Starcraft had it. Diablo 1 and 2 had it. There's no. Hell, even they went back and retroactively gave it to Warcraft 2 and put that on the battle net. There's no excuse for that in this day and age. That's ridiculous. Not to have a chat room. I don't know why. I have yet to hear a decent logic behind not having a chat. Other than that, do you really want to have a chat room? I mean, really? And that was a quote. Do you really want to have one? Yeah, you jackass, I do. I want to know who I'm going to be playing with. I want to be able to recruit people to my guild. I want to be able to converse with people after the game. No, we, we will have no kind of interaction. And yet you want to make StarCraft Two into the next social network by tying it into Facebook. Oh, I got news for you, jackass. We didn't buy the game for social networking. If we wanted to do that, we'd have Facebook. We've got MySpace. Those are free. They take nothing to do. I've got a hundred and some friends. We've got two hundred and some friends for the Emperor's Court. If I want to talk to people that way, then I do it through Facebook. But Jesus Christ, if I'm playing a game that involves interaction with other players, then yes, by God, I want to... This is a meltdown. I'm not going to bother playing the little sound effect. You know it's coming. I know. Damn it! Yes, I want to be able to talk to people. I want clan support. We've been around for 14 goddamn years. We've played two dozen games. A bunch of them Blizzard games. I mean, look at Team Liquid's forums. I mean, there's an organization that's built around StarCraft that would never have gotten off the ground if it didn't have a chat lobby and didn't have clan support. I mean, they want to make a game that's supposed to be an eSport that pits teams against each other. They want to have ladders for 2-on-2 and 3-on-3. Well, guess what? The game is tailor-made for clans. That's where it came from. Not to have support is ridiculous. Not to ship it. Not to even include it until there was a damn forum riot. And then you would, okay, well, we'll get around to it later. And we'll put it in the game at a later time. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's like saying you paid 60 bucks for a game. Oh, we're going to get to that point, too. That's yet. I haven't gotten to that issue. 60 bucks for a game. That's half there. And you can't even play the one player without being online. You have to check in every month. Why? Why does Blizzard care how often I play the single-player campaign? Why should the game become inactive because I haven't checked in in a month? I pay 60 bucks to play the game, not for the privilege of Blizzard to look over my shoulder when I'm playing the first-player campaign. No land support. No clan support. No chat. Your stats are terrible. Take a look at your profile in StarCraft 2 and Battle.net 2.0. You don't want to talk about Claw with useless stats that makes a, not a damn bit of difference. You try getting through that, that library of crap. Try finding anything of any kind of use, usefulness on your profile. It's ridiculous. Oh, and I'm not, yeah, what about custom games? Good luck trying to cu- try find custom games. On Warcraft 3... Warcraft and StarCraft, it was really easy to find a, a custom game. You went into custom game, and you looked to see the different games that are on there by their, their titles. Now, I have to search down five, six, seven, eight different friggin' screens to find the one game I want. And there's one game open, I drew it was like four people. 
Because nobody can see it. No one's going to go down 10 screens to find risk revol- revolution or revolution or whatever it is. Or defense of the ancients. So yes, 2.0 is a bunch of crap. Could the game be a whole lot better? And you know what? Don't take my word for it. And don't just go to the Blizzard forums. Ask around, douchebag, and find out. And you're going to find out a lot of people are pissed off with the game. A lot of people are bored with StarCraft 2. And a lot of people are aggravated with the way Battle.net 2.0 came out. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes on to say, anyone who's purchased Mass Effect, Dawn of War, Half-Life, should know that you have to buy the game in chunks. Yeah, well, no kidding. There's a reason why I don't play Dawn of War anymore, and that's the reason why. Because I don't want to have to spend, you know, 120 bucks, 140 bucks to get what used to come in one game. I'm not going to buy five and six smaller expansion packs that are, that are meaningless. You know what happened? When Warcraft three came out. Every race had a campaign. You know what Starcraft one had? All the, both all three races had. A, I'm sorry, all four races. All three races had a campaign. When the expansions came out for both games, all the races had a campaign. And the one that didn't for Warcraft 3's expansion. They actually made it as a free download for people so you could have it later. But now I have to pay extra for the privilege of having the other side of the story, the other two-thirds of the story. Kiss my ass. Statistic- he goes on, point F. Statistically, these Terrans are only 0.5% above in win percentage. Again, you provide nothing to point this out, but let's say that you're right. Okay, so statistically, you're correct. I'm right. Oh, this is in win percentage in Diamond. Somehow, I'm willing to bet the percentage is much higher in the lower leagues. I got news for you. What happens in the Diamond League is not the end-all of StarCraft. There's a million games going on Battle.net. How many of them are the top tier? A couple hundred? Maybe? So, no. That is not the end-all of StarCraft. Just like it wasn't the end-all for Warcraft 3 or anything else. If that was the case, then it'd be like Major League Baseball. You put out a game that only you know, 300 people are going to buy. But, yes, yeah, statistically, you, okay, you just proved my fact that, yeah, Terran's overpowered. Thank you. What was your point? Half this stuff is just, I mean, these aren't even fact-checked. This is just his opinion against mine. P.S. Humans are not always the blend. It's all I have to say is, and they shall know no fear. And you should be able to think of one where there are, they are badass. And that's unrelenting. So there's the mailbag. <laughs> and now I'm really aggravated and really pissed off. How do you really feel? All right. Just realized I was screaming in my microphone. I don't know that. I think I might have overrid the uh, governors that keeps the voice a little lower. <laughs> Just maybe. Okay. We should have some steam that comes we out. Should, I tell you what, it's hot enough. There is steam. Yeah. All right, let's do the uh, quickening here. All righty. Uh, and here we go. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? have the manners of a goat. All right. All right. the quickening. If you'd like to send in a question to the quickening, you can always do so. The email to send it in is highlander1g at gmail.com. Here comes the quickening. Question. If a tree falls in the woods and lands on a mime, does he make a sound? <laughs> Frankly, I don't care if he makes a sound so long as the tree kills the mime. Because let's be honest, we all need to band together and kill as many mimes as possible. I don't really care what you use. Just kill them. Instead of a tree, you could try a gun with a silencer on it. I've tried everything to kill a mime. I put them in invisible boxes that they can't get out of. I've used an invisible <laughs> rope to tie them up. 
And I've even used a giant invisible fan to try blowing them into the air. Friends, we must come to an agreement. All mimes must die. It's good for the economy. And let's face it, if we don't all kill as many mimes as possible, then the terrorists will have won. And you don't want the terrorists to win, do you? Question, if gays come out of the closet, what do lesbians come out of? (laughs) (laughs) All All right, go ahead. The answer is a pie factory. Why, you ask? Because lesbians love eating pie. A lot of pie. In fact, I often catch lesbians in the woods by setting a pie under a cardboard box and a stick to prop it up. Because as we all know, the only thing lesbians love more than eating pie is cardboard. I've caught many lesbians that way. And they're mine. They're all mine. Question, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Well, I think so, Brain, but where are we going to find rubber pants my size? Nice. Uh, Coincidentally, this question could have also been answered... I think so, Brain, but me and Pippi Longstocking, what would the children look like? I think so, Brain, but if it was only supposed to be a three-hour tour, why did they bring all their clothes and luggage with them? Okay, what episode? Was that the same episode, or was it two different ones? They're all different ones. Okay. I think so, Brain, but wouldn't his movies be better for children if he was called Jean-Claude Van Darn? I think so, Brain, but balancing a family and a career? Ooh, it's all too much for me. I think so, Brain, but if we give peas a chance, won't the lima beans be felt left out? I think so, Brain, but how do we get three pink flamingos into one pair of capri pants? And finally, I think so, Brain, but who would watch Snow White and the Seven Samurai? Question. (laughs) Do you think fried chicken Kool-Aid would be accepted by the general public? Why, of course it would. But why stop there? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) No. You could have have Mountain Dew that tastes like bacon. You could have orange juice that tastes like pork. Okay, that could have gotten real bad. And martinis that taste like tampons. I would call it a tampontini, actually. Now, I know what you're thinking. Tampons have nothing to do with meat or any other kind of food, for that matter. So why have martinis taste like them? The answer, of course, is that I'm using something called sarcasm, which is a comedic technique started in New York in the 1950s before making its way out west and around the world. You see, I'm using sarcasm to point out what an unbelievably stupid question you just asked me. So in conclusion, shut the hell up. See, I I, got to tell you, I was a little worried where that was going. And I thought for sure that I wouldn't have to worry about the black plague comment earlier because you would have. So go ahead. Uh, let's see. If someone was on fire, would they be burning calories? <laughs> Actually, no. No, they wouldn't. Which, of course, leads us to the only conclusion. People on fire are lazy. So come on, guys. Try, stop trying to put yourself out and get active. Maybe go jogging or lift some weights. Simply shouting in agonizing pain isn't going to help you lose any weight. So if you want to get serious about slimming down, stop setting yourself on fire. Unless, of course, you just want to kill yourself for being fatter than Shamu at SeaWorld, in which case, go right ahead. Because we both know that you're so fat that no one will ever really love you. And why spend your whole life fat and alone? We could go out in a blaze of glory. And hey, with all that fat on your body, your burning carcass could go on for weeks feeding the starving children of Africa. Which is more than you're doing now with your bloated existence. Now that is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Question, why do most Christians advocate abstinence when it didn't work for Mary? Oh, here we go. Well, if there's anything... What do you mean could, it didn't work for Mary? She never had sex? Yeah, it worked out pretty well for her, I think. Well, I'm getting to that. All right. Did you let me answer the question? Well, if there's anything we can learn from the Virgin Mary, you'll most likely give birth to God. <laughs> I mean, think about it, ladies. What would you prefer? Several nights of unbelievable sex or a beautiful, moral, and honorable son that you can be proud of for the rest of your... It's sex, isn't it? Yes, of course it is. Or have two billion people worship you as the mother of the church. 
Sex feels better, therefore it is better. So get to screwing, ladies. Screw long and screw hard. (laughs) Starting with me. (laughs) Question. Are you still doing the quickening? Congratulations, John W. of Dallas, Texas. You have officially asked the stupidest question in the history of the quickening. Never before, not now, and never again will someone ever be able to ask a dumber question than you have just asked. I implore you, for the sake of the human race, do not breed and have children. (laughs) Stupidity such as yours must be eliminated from the human gene pool. Question, if violence is the answer, then what is the question? What's the question? Probably, are you still doing the quickening? Seriously, that question was that (laughs) stupid. If anyone else asks that question, please include your name and address so I may shoot you with a gun and thus save the human race from your gibbering, drooling idiocy. Finally, question, I have to know, what the hell is tofu made out of? Is it made out of people? That's a good question. Silly, silly person. Tofu isn't made out of people. It's made out of lemmings. You know how lemmings jump off cliffs because they're totally insane? Well, they don't. That's just a lie the Walt Disney Corporation came up to fool you. You see, for their nature documentaries, they took the lemmings and just threw them off the cliff. Oh, yes. Threw them off the cliff just for laughs. And then the Disney people looked around and said, what are we going to do with all these dead lemmings? Tofu. Which is why the word tofu literally means squashed lemming. In fact, it's not even Japanese. It's Disney language. Yes, friends, Disney has its own language. And when you speak it, your genitalia cries and becomes (laughs) non-functioning for several hours. This is the price you pay for animated magic and tofu. Thus ends the quickening. Once again, if you'd like to send in a question, you can always do so at highlander1g at gmail.com. I look forward to reading them. Uh, I can't say I always use all of them. So if I didn't get to your question, now uh, that doesn't mean you suck. Well, actually it does. It just means you need to try harder and come up with a better question. Having said that, I'm remiss. I actually have a couple more emails I did not read. My apologies. Uh, <clears throat> Dear Emperor, it's been a while, but I'm glad you're returning with Empress Court on August 14th. I never forgot about the show while you and Highlander were gone. So it's good to see you and Highlander returning. I also did not forget about your clan's anniversary, so happy 14th anniversary to Clan Imperial Guard on August 15th. It's pretty cool that your show is returning on the day before your clan's anniversary. I hope you've had a great time with your break, and I hope there will be lots of shows and great episodes from Spyro. And then we had a quick this or that sent in that I did not get to. Hang on, let me get to that. Uh, this was sent in by... It's down there at the, at the bottom. bottom. There you go. Yeah. This was sent in by Mr. McIntosh asking us, StarCraft II or Napoleon Total War? Napoleon Total War. Napoleon Total War. Yeah, easy um, Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that was all the emails I had. Looks uh, like it, yeah. yeah. A couple of these are replays of games that people wanted me to commentate for them. Ah, Oh, this was uh, sent in from a while ago. Uh, this one's from uh, Natalie. A vicerine is a woman who's a, a viceroy position, viceregal position, or a viceroy's wife. Interesting. A I did not know that. I what, did not know that. Why? Either. Why did that come up? Did we bring oh, it up? Yeah, I remember it. It was the. I think it was the last episode before we went off the air. Was the question of uh, what the hell's of? I know what a marquis, a marquis, or whatever. So, but Marquist, I don't know what you, yeah. I don't know what you call a viceroy's wife. So oh, okay. thank you, Natalie, for that. Gotcha. Uh, my appreciation because I actually that was very interesting to me. I did not know what they were called, and uh, you think royalty is just part of history, which is something I have an interest in. So there you go. Um, I think as far as the segments go, that pretty much wraps it up. We've got about thirteen minutes left, so let's hit a couple more of these real quick. Uh. Rumor has it that the Borderlands studio is reviving Duke Nukem forever. What? Yes. you got to be kidding me. Kotaku.com is carrying this. Quote, 
There may be hope yet for the ludicrously long in the making Duke Nukem Forever. Sources claiming to have knowledge of the situation tell Kotaku that Duke Nukem Forever development continues in a new home, the Borderlands developer Gearbox Software. The studio responsible for Brothers in Arms, Borderlands, and Aliens Colonial Marines is said to have picked up Duke Nukem Forever development, where former studio 3D Realms left off, perhaps Duke's best bet for eventual completion. Duke Nukem Forever, according to the sources who wish to remain anonymous, well, that's kind of weird, Yeah, is now in the hands of Gearbox and is planned to be released under the studio's name. Gearbox was outed as the developer of the apparently scrapped Duke Nukem spinoff Duke Begins earlier this year. Now, Take-Two Interactive still maintains publication rights to the title, which the company confirmed to Kotaku tonight. A company spokesman declined to comment about the status of Duke Nukem Forever and whether it is in the works at Gearbox. One source indicated that a playable demo of Duke Nukem Forever will be available later this year. You'll forgive me if I don't hold my breath I on say, that. I say, when it happens, it'll happen. The development of Duke Nukem Forever has been in limbo since 3... And it just goes into... I already explained this it. One of my quickenings. Uh, it's been in development since 1996, I believe. Yes, actually. Yeah, because I played Duke Nukem 3D and then the ones that came after that. Yes. So uh, This is interesting. Gearbox Software President Randy Pitchford declined to comment to Kotaku on the matter, indicating at that he may be able to better clarify the situation further at this year's Penny Arcade Expo in Seattle, which I believe is next week. It's coming up, yeah. Yeah, because I believe Gnomewise and crew are headed to PAX uh, this year, the uh, host of uh, Occasionally Hardcore on Sundays. I believe he will be in town for nice. PAX. So keep it right here for all your PAX needs. I'm very interested. That's the one I'd like to go to. If I had to pick a convention that I haven't been to yet, I think PAX would be the one. Of course, it would be 50,000 people there. Well, one of these years we'll have to go. Yeah. Be all the way to Seattle. I'll have to fly. I ain't driving. Well, yeah, you'd have to fly. Right. Yeah. But we'd be able to get in for free. Um, this one we may want to hold off. You know what? I am going to hold off because this is something debatable. Uh, this is about... Yes, yeah. I, I want to look at that too because right. I, I don't, I've never played that game. So I, 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 can't, have, yeah. I can't comment on it other than, okay, I believe whatever you say. Yeah, there's a Guild Wars 2 issue about the way they're going to handle death in the new game. So we'll get to that next week. Okay, final uh, topic tonight. We've got 10 minutes left. Final topic tonight is meet the YouTube stars making $100,000 or more a year. This is from Yahoo. That is crazy. Uh, finance at Yahoo.com. Apparently, there are 10 independent YouTube stars who have made over $100,000 in the past year. This is according to a study done by analysts and advertising company Tube Mogul. From July of 2009 to July of 2010, Tube Mogul used their viewership data to estimate the annual income for independent YouTube partners. Here's how they got their estimates. Revenue only comes from banner ads served near content. Uh, since the YouTube banner ads have a two-second long delay, we estimate 3% of the viewers actually click away from it. It just gives a breakdown as to how they make the money. I, just, I don't care. But here's the, here's the breakdown. Shane Dawson allegedly pulled in 300, and I say allegedly because I don't know that I buy these numbers. Right, right. Pulled in $315,000. Shane, Shane Dawson is so popular that he, is, that he has three different YouTube channels. Its most popular consists of comedy skits and music video parodies. He does created a second channel of it's a video log for a separate series called Ask Shane. His third channel is a video taken from his iPhone. Okay, the Annoying Orange pulled in two hundred eighty-eight thousand. is a comedy web series that takes place in a kitchen. And it's about talking to fruit. Dane Bodenheimer is the one behind that. Philip DeFrance, Franco DeFranco pulled in one hundred eighty-one thousand. He uploads video to YouTube every Monday to Thursday for a show, the Philip DeFranco Show. Uh, okay. Ryan Higa brought in $151,000. He is a video blogger turned into a viral star with his How to Be a Gangster and How to Be a Ninja videos. 
He has sold the Top Dog YouTube with over 2.6 million subscribers. Jesus Christ. Wow. Fred. Just, just Fred. <laughs> just Fred. Fred is pulling in 146,000. Lucas Krukshank? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, wow. I'll tell you something off the air about that name. Plays a lonely six-year-old named Fred who uses mom's video camera and posts videos on YouTube. As the second most subscribed to YouTube channel, he's pulling his immensely popular Fred and has a movie coming out backed by Nickelodeon. Wow. Shay Carl, 140,000, a radio DJ. Shay Carl started making comedy skits and put them on YouTube for the world to see. He claims to have held 20 different jobs before settling down with his DJ and YouTube gigs. I hope he's not planning on retiring with that job. <laughs> Greg Benson of Mediocre Films pulled in 100. I'm, I'm surprised he only brought. They're not bigger. 116,000. Mediocre Films initially uh, for a sketch comedy TV series called Skip TV. Show lasted for one season. Now Benson makes low budget comedy videos. All right, three left. Smosh, 113,000. Is the comedy duo of, elect of Ian Hecox and Anthony Padilla with over 1.7 million subscribers? They make up the fifth most popular channel on YouTube. Uh, they went viral with the Pokemon theme music video. And how due to copyright reasons, the original video was removed from YouTube. All right, that's good. So they made money off somebody else's copyright. Nice. Number nine, the Young Turks. I actually know them. I do too. I'm surprised. Personally know them? or No, I don't okay, personally know no, them. No, but obviously, given my political persuasions. Right. I, yeah, I I've seen them too. They're funny. Yes. I, I am surprised there's law on the table. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you uh, find them funny. Why? They're, they're well, liberal. I, can, I So? I find people funny just because they're liberal. I don't agree with their topic. I know that uh, they tried to uh, get a show on MSNBC because their uh, their 10 o'clock show was just Keith Olbermann replayed again. Right. So they were thinking about putting a 10 o'clock show there, and they were lobbying for it, but uh, they didn't get it. You know what? I I liked the show before uh, What's-His-Name left it. Um, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't. uh, Yeah, once he ditched uh, it. I can't think of it. Anyways, the Young Turks of political talk show that also airs on Sirius Satellite Radio. That's Final hosted by yeah, that's right, Senk Yuger. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Yeah, talk show that uh, fast viewership proving the internet can be viable progress. I, I tell you what, I don't like is the people like uh, the um, who's the uh, asshole that's on uh, Comedy Central. Help me out here, John Stewart. John Stewart thank you, you don't like John Stewart? Oh God, no. I think John Stewart's amazing. Yeah, he's he's going to be in the third ring of hell. I have John Stewart, not and Stephen doubt. Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Absolutely. But Funny you, as hell. But you don't like Jon Stewart. Yes. But their their comedy is so similar. It's similar. Almost- it's the targeting. Stephen Colbert hits everybody. Everybody. Jon Stewart legitimately, personally, physically hates everybody who doesn't agree with his politics. That's the difference. He's not just a comedian. And he's made it very clear. That's how he personally feels. He hates, hates those kind of people. Stephen Colbert, on the other hand, is a comedian and he hits on everybody. And he doesn't hate anybody. He just does it because it's funny. That's the difference. I've, I've yeah, somebody really who's driven by comedy and somebody who's driven by actual I've, personal I've, hatred. I've never really seen Stephen Colbert really go after Democrats too much or liberals. I mean, I'm just saying. Hmm. But I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'll have to think about Natalie it. Natalie Tran, $101,000. Under the username of Community Channel, Natalie Tran has the most subscribed to YouTube channel in Australia. Like most others on a skit, she is a video blogger and occasionally uploads comedy skits. So there's your... That's, the, the, that's an interesting uh, list. I think Yes. I think we should keep that list around and talk about it for... I have it bookmarked. Yeah, good, good, good. Divine Justice says, I gotta admit, with Ampere, Colbert is better than Stewart. I, I, I think it's, there's no comparison between the two. I think they're both hysterically funny. I like Colbert, we get him here. He's funny and misses a lot since... Funny misses a lot since at the U.S.? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm assuming right. it means he, he 
either no, he misses it or he might not get the jokes because he's Australian. That, well, I, I my guess know. is it has something to do with the time difference. Oh, okay. So, anyways, four minutes left, so we have just plenty enough time to go ahead and wrap, and it, wrap up. it up. So, well, it's the Poké's post-game music, and let's go. So, and what did we learn tonight? Well, I learned that some D-bag lost $1,300 of actual money in time codes in EVE Online. I still cannot believe that. I learned that the Pokemon World Championships are taking place in Hawaii and that there are Pokemon World Championships. I learned that that dude made $116,000 a year on YouTube because he made the Pokemon rap thing. Yeah. And then lost it because of the copyright. Uh, What did I learn? I don't think I learned anything else. You gotta be kidding me! All this stuff. No, yo, know, I, I, I don't know why. I should always write this stuff down because I never yes. remember. At the end of it, it's three hours. Of, I know it's three hours. Right. It's tough to remember everything that, that we went through. I remember people. I do. I have learned that people trying to argue with me over StarCraft Two are dead wrong, and when they try to fact check, should you know provide links and references to their facts. Uh, what? Uh, can't remember other stories that we did. Uh, I, learned that, I learned that the Game Boy Advance was horribly designed. I guess I can go that route. I learned that you're some kind of sick, twisted bastard. You bought that book. <laughs> actually book paid 10 awesome. bucks for it for the this or that. Just just for that, I'm going to bring in my Forbidden Knowledge book. We're going to make All that right. another bit. Go ahead. We'll make that a bit. I hope we'll get in trouble for using somebody else's material, although we're just talking about we're it. We're just talking about it's it. It's like it's, it's review. So. And I mean, it's not going to go on forever anyway because there's only no. so many things in the book. Right. So I guess everything we learned. Unless, uh, check the... The IRC, see if anyone remembered. You learned that you failed. That Hunter? I failed. Healed, healed, healed learned. L e r n e d. Learned it. Then you. F- wow. <laughs> Why wow. Duo can't spell when he's trying to rip on Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that you're wrong, but and play the nun fight to end the show. No, we always play one show song to end the show. So maybe I'll play that real quick. Gnome Wise just sent me this gnome this nun fight thing. I have no idea what it is. I've never actually listened to it, so... Oh, you've oh, you've, you've never heard it? The Nun Fight? You've never heard of Paul and Storm? These no. guys are awesome. No, what, what the hell is it, then? Paul and Storm, they're a comedy duo. They, they hang out with uh, Jonathan Colton all the time. A lot of them, okay. a lot of times, three of them do stuff together. The, uh, have the, you heard of this one specifically? Yes, yes, Nun okay. Fight. It's, it's done almost like um, Gregorian chant. And it's 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 almost like a like a you know the guy says let's get ready to rumble yes it's like a pregame thing for like a boxing fight. oh it's, it's really fun so okay then I guess we'll get that then um, yeah. actually now that I think about it I don't think I have the song queued up for the end of the show this show's gonna keep going on and on and on and on um, I've got to find it actually I have it mislabeled the don't don't you have it in the queue already down there uh, no I don't I thought you did hang on Sloopy no I don't no think not I there on it is Sloopy. yeah that's how we started oh that's how we end the show but I'm saying the None fight. I do have queued up. Now, yeah, that's right. So we'll play that here in a second. And uh, hang on, I'm going to switch over to the song here. I just want to hear it. So we're going to stop the post game music and we're going to eject that. We'll put that in there. And okay, let's listen to the none fight. Play the whole things. Uh, someone in the IRC brought up they uh, we still haven't told them what our big big project question. Is Actually, you were talking about the off the air. We have to get some ducks in a row here for a yes. meeting we have on Thursday. By yes, we have, we have a meeting on Thursday, and I don't think we're going to be. I'll, I'll, I'll wet your whistle. I don't think we're going to be signing a contract right then and there. No, no, but, no. But it'll it will at least get the process going. But once once we put names to paper, then I then we can start officially announcing. Right, program. but uh, yeah, because this can be real bad to try and fund. That's the only question mark I got. It's just going to be how are we going to swing this? Well, yeah, it's going to. Well, we can talk about it off. Right. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I believe the music is playing. Yes, it is. Okay. So, all right. So we learned that. So if people want to know about the big projects. Uh, we just no. 
I do want to do the the, the redubbing of a video, of an anime video. That's, I still, awesome. I, that's another project we'd like to do. That's I think that, that's much more practical, much I mean, much easier to do. Uh, we have any, we have to pick one, watch it, and then write the <laughs> script for it, which we haven't done. Um, I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't uh, be doing this show, so thank you. I want to thank none left, our Australian rep, uh, IRC rep and article finder, and general all-around good guy. So thank you, none left, for your diligent work. I want to thank Wise for, again, being here at the start of the show to fix a couple of the small technical glitches with the 24-7 archive that I was not aware that I was not doing, so thank you for that. He also was nice enough to throw the uh, show up on the podcast and iTunes for everybody to download. My apologies for getting it up late. Um, I hope to get this one up on for you on Monday, uh, if you get it. Let's see. Is there anybody else we need to thank? I don't think so. I no. think thank everybody. Join us on Facebook. Look for The Emperor's Court. Friend us. We have uh, quite a few people, and we have make a, uh, quite a few announcements. Uh, I think none left tried saying something, and then just like... Uh, uh, meanwhile, while we figure out what that was, I would say follow us on Twitter at Emperor's Court. All one word. Uh, our sponsors, we would like to thank. Oh, that's right. What are our sponsors? Typefrag Ventrilo servers, which my client actually uses and have had used for years. Hmm. We use Typefrag Ventrilo servers. We love them. And it works out very well. And none left prompt me. Who am I forgetting? Uh, okay, I guess he's not going to do that. Audible. Audible? Oh, yes. I'm oh, sorry. Audible Books, isn't it? Uh, apparently, this is a new one that Aud- I'm not aware of because we just Audible come back. Books? So- I've, I know Audible Books. So why, why would they sponsor us? I sponsors the station, oh, Dick, okay. not us. Well, I understand that, but still, I don't. So there you go. Um, all right. So thank you for our sponsors. We thank everybody else. Join us on the Twitter. Have you been tweeting anything? I want you to tweet. No. I want you to tweet the most inane garbage crap. All right. I don't care what it is. We just want people to actually read this and start following it. Start twittering everything you like. I don't okay. care what. You got it. All right. Having said that, um, the Facebook, the Twitter. Also, although they don't have clan support, we would like to start recruiting players for StarCraft 2, but Clan Imperial Guard, our home for the last 14 years, arguably one of the longest-running online organizations, if not the longest clan out there. Uh, clan Imperial Guard is at clan1g.net. Go Guard. That's our home, so come visit us at the forums. If you'd like to apply to play with us in StarCraft 2, please don't suck like the idiots who emailed me about how great they are. Grammaton! Unrelenting! <laughs> So make your application there, and eventually when Blizzard gets around to actually adding clans, we'll get around to recruiting players. So there you have it. Uh, that's everything. I've got to get to bed here soon. I have, a, I have to get up early in the morning. And folks, keep your fingers crossed that we actually land this house that we've been on. I think we're supposed to find out Monday as to, by Monday, if they accept our offer or not. I'm hoping. I'm throwing one hell of a shindig if we actually land this thing. Cool. We'll trash it before we have to clean it back up again. All right, folks, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody.